Welcome to Try Friend Heroes, a Legend of Zelda podcast. I'm Ellen. I'm Kayla. I'm Kazum. And today we're discussing a link between worlds. Woo! woo. Yay. Yay. Yay! In this game, a young blacksmith assistant named Link is the key to saving the world of Hyrule and Low Rule. Using his power to transform into a painting and pass between worlds and with items available at a low, low rental fee, Link saves the seven stages and ultimately <laughs> the world! Can you tell I just wow. wrote that summary in the last two, whatever, two minutes that we were just talking? <laughs> Not even a little. <laughs> this highly, as usual, critically acclaimed game was released for 3DS, the Nintendo 3DS, in November 2013 in North America and December 2013 in Japan. So it's one of those ones that came out a little earlier in North America, which always makes is confusing to me for some reason, but whatever. I guess that's the world yeah. we're living in these days, those days in 2013. And, um, 10 years ago and uh <laughs> it sold 4.24 million copies which was more than skyward sword which also blew my mind oh, wow. and less than phantom yeah, hourglass wow mm-hmm. i know right yes it was more than skyward sword for the wii i guess like i think the numbers for the switch one would be different but on its original mm-hmm. console um it sold less, which is still surprising. But I guess, I don't know. I think the thing about DSs is there are so many of them. Like, people... I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, handheld Nintendo... I think Skyward Sword was also toward the end of the Wii's lifespan, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, the... I think you know, people still had them, but they were, like, in the garage at that point. <laughs> they weren't playing Wii Bowling anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard today, as of, like, the day of recording, um, that the Wii Sports was, like, added to the, like video game hall of fame or something so i heard from someone mm. and uh yeah <laughs> i feel that like that's well deserved yeah <laughs> i feel like yeah. wii sports changed uh, wii, the wii console like the earliest like releases of the wii console changed like gaming like basically forever so mm-hmm. a lot of motion consoles came after that and apparently i totally forgot this but i was doing research for this and uh the 3ds also has a gyroscope um which i guess makes sense because i guess that's how it aligns stuff mm-hmm. when you're using um like augmented reality yeah 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 Yeah, i was gonna say i remember using it with like the weird little built-in the cards people's faces and stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. right i forgot about that all those (laughs) speed pass games were like the best i think the 3ds Mm -hmm. was a great console i didn't play this game at the time like i just the first my first time playing it was during this Mm -hmm. like while we were preparing for recording but what a good console the 3ds yeah i was so into the street pass games like whenever we went to some crowded area like a convention or something mm-hmm. same and i feel like i played them more than i played like game games like ca- like cartridge games for the 3ds like i was i remember playing my mm-hmm. 3ds a lot but like then i when i think about it i don't remember playing that many games like mm-hmm. it was like Tri- triforce heroes and like i played a little bit of like Star Fox 64 and like ocarina of time 64 mm-hmm. or whatever and probably some pokemon i don't even know um and mario kart which was like one of the popular games i think for this <laughs> and yeah of course this game was critically highly acclaimed like all of them um i think especially partially because of the nostalgia factor of it being like basically like a, the same map at least as um a link to the past link yeah to exactly past. yeah mm-hmm. um and the music is like very similar and i think people kind of like that but with all the new like twists so it seemed to be well, well received mm-hmm yeah, like we talked about Twilight Princess being a love letter to Ocarina of Time, but this is like even more so a love letter to like yeah, this to the is past. like a dedication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, it's time to seamlessly segue to you, Kayla. So, <laughs> whatever. 
<laughs> You're ready. Yay. Yeah, it's you. It's you. In the prosperous kingdom of Hyrule, a boy named Link works as a blacksmith's apprentice. He's sent on an errand to bring a sword to the captain of the guard, who's visiting the sanctuary north of the castle. But when he arrives, he witnesses a shocking event. A strange sorcerer called Yuga has entered the sanctuary, and he casts a spell on Ceres, the priest's daughter, which turns her into a painting. Link charges in to confront Yuga, but the sorcerer turns himself into a living painting and merges with the wall to escape, and Link just collides with the wall and knocks himself out. <laughs> like a hero. That's definitely the hero way. <laughs> <laughs> definitely the way of the holder of the Triforce of Courage. Just charge right in. That's why Zelda's the holder of the Triforce of Wisdom. <laughs> yes. Fortunately, maybe, he's found by a strange man wearing a bunny hood who graciously dragged Link to a convenient vacant house, also known as Link's home, to recover. <laughs> he introduces himself as Ravio, a traveling merchant, and once he hears what Link has just witnessed at the sanctuary, he urges him to go and report it to the castle. And then he stops Link before he leaves to ask if it's cool if he crashes here for a few days. <laughs> he can't pay rent, but he does have a smelly old bracelet to offer, which is basically just as good. <laughs> and so armed, pun intended, with this new gift, <laughs> Link... <laughs> you wrote that and you didn't expect us to laugh, just, just out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> Link sets off for Hyrule Castle to inform Princess Zelda of the strange goings-on in her kingdom. The princess is slightly startled when she meets Link, as she recognizes him from a dream she's been having lately, a dream of a hero locked in battle against a great evil. As Link has also been having similar dreams, the princess sees this meeting as fate and is quite inclined to believe his tale. She gifts Link with a special charm that the royal family has been looking after for generations, and sends him to seek the advice of Sahasrala, the <laughs> elder of Kakariko Village. You, you did it. <laughs> I did it. And I have to do it a few more times. <laughs> I never thought I'd have to say his name again. I forgot about this game. <laughs> right. <laughs> On hearing Link's story, Sahasrila tells him that Ceres is a descendant of one of the original seven sages who sealed away Ganon long ago. And he believes that Yuga is out to gather all these current sages in order to free Ganon. He then realizes with alarm that this means his apprentice Osfala, whom he just sent to investigate the Eastern Palace, is in great danger, as he is also a descendant of a sage. And he asks Link to hurry over to warn him. Link reaches Osfala as he enters the palace, but is unable to convince him of the danger he's in. And by the time Link follows him to the end of the palace, Yuga has arrived to turn him into a painting and steal him away. Link confronts Yuga and is able to hold his own a little better this time. But Yuga soon grows frustrated with the fight and lashes out with his painting magic, adhering Link to the wall as an immobile image. Or at least, that was the intent. After Yuga flees the scene, gloating to himself about his desire to add Zelda to his painting collection, the bracelet on the image of Link begins to glow, and he begins to move, soon pulling himself from the wall and back into the three-dimensional world. Link is now able to freely merge and move across walls the same way Yuga does, which allows him to quickly make his way back out of the palace. Sahasrila meets him at the entrance. Link tells him what just happened, but before they can make any plans, the ground begins to shake. Something is happening at Hyrule Castle. They rush over to see what's up and find that the castle is now surrounded by a powerful magical barrier. Sahasrila explains that the Master Sword is the key to breaking through the barrier, but he despairs that this is hopeless, because the three pendants of virtue are necessary to obtaining it, and one is within the barrier, held by Princess Zelda. Link holds out the charm Zelda gave him earlier and says, what, this whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but the charm is, in fact, the pendant of courage that Sahasrila was talking about. With renewed hope, he sends Link out into the world to seek out the other two pendants. He does so with a little help from apparently permanent house guest <laughs> Ravio, who has taken it upon himself to shove all of Link's furniture aside to open up a shop in his house. He does have some pretty cool items to rent out to you, though. With all three pendants in hand proving his worthiness, Link ventures into the Lost Woods to retrieve the Master Sword. With that legendary blade, Link is able to dispel the barrier around Hyrule Castle and head inside. Unfortunately, Link arrives too late, helpless to intervene as Yuga brags of having already captured all seven sages, before turning Zelda into the final painting in his collection. 
Link pursues Yugo through the castle, eventually winding up at an apparent dead end in an empty room. But hidden behind a curtain is a strange glowing crack in the wall. Link merges with the wall and slips through it, and after a rather trippy transition, he finds himself in a dark, broken-down parallel of the room he just left. Link winds his way through this odd mirror of Hyrule Castle to reach Yugo once again, only to find him already in the middle of the ritual to release Ganon using the paintings of the Seven Sages. He successfully summons the Demon King and merges with him, forming an even more powerful and monstrous entity, and slowly approaches Link. Before he can attack, however, a young, dark-haired woman bearing a striking resemblance to Zelda suddenly appears and uses her magic to bind him and stop him in his tracks. The woman turns to Link and introduces herself as Princess Hilda, the ruler of Hyrule's Dark Mirror, the kingdom of Lowrule. <laughs> which is just the best pun. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is <laughs> great. <laughs> she claims the blame for being unable to stop Yuga from slipping between their realms to enact his evil plot, and says she cannot hold him for long, and that when he breaks free, both kingdoms will be doomed. She uses her magic to send Link to safety outside the castle, and begs for him to succeed where she failed and defeat Yuga. She tells him that the paintings of the sages have been sent to the far reaches of Lowrule, and that Link must retrieve and unite them to awaken his full potential. Unfortunately, Lowrule is a place that is literally falling apart, with large chunks of land separated by impassable chasms. Fortunately, Yuga's scheme has forced Lowrule and Hyrule close together, with many magical cracks now allowing passage between them for someone with Link's wall-merging abilities. Convenient. <laughs> With Hilda's voice guiding him, Link makes his way all across both worlds, delving deep into dangerous dungeons to rescue the sages. When all seven are freed and brought together, they use their power to summon the Triforce of Courage and gift it to Link, giving him the power to confront the combined might of Yuga and Ganon. But it turns out that Link has been tricked, and Hilda was actually working with Yuga the whole time. Because long ago, Lowrule was a prosperous kingdom with its own Triforce, just like Hyrule. But when its people began to fight over the power of the Triforce... Hilda's ancestors decided to destroy theirs instead of hiding it away as Hyrule did. But this turned out to be a terrible mistake, as the Triforce was the very foundation of Lowrule, and the very land itself began to crumble and decay in its absence. Out of desperation to save her kingdom and her people, Hilda plotted with Yuga to steal away Hyrule's Triforce instead. Unfortunately for her, Yuga's motivations were a bit less noble than her own, and he takes the first opportunity to betray her, transforming her into another painting and seizing at the power of the Triforce for himself. I fucking knew she was trouble. <laughs> I just want to throw that in. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And then later she's like, just kidding, it's mine. And I was like, okay, I was right. Well, she's doing the the creepy, I have you now, my pretty right, thing with all this painting time. the whole time. I was like, so. like this, these cutscenes. <laughs> first I was like, that's fine. And then I was like, you know what? I should have learned from other Zelda games to never trust anybody that's in an alternate reality of Hyrule. <laughs> Except for Minda, Minda was the only one. Everyone else, it's not trustworthy. <laughs> she had good intentions, just <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so did Minda. But then later, she was like, "I was wrong about my intentions <laughs> to steal power from my rule." <laughs> and Hilda is like, "Oh, Yuga, you betrayed me. How dare!" And like, that's the end of her. <laughs> until later, until she sends them back. So. <laughs> anyway <laughs> a determined Link is able to defeat him and free both princesses but Hilda is still desperate to save her world she steps forward ready to make a last ditch effort to attack Link and Zelda for the Triforce but she's interrupted by Ravio of all people the bunny hooded merchant rushes in to throw himself between the would-be combatants and he lowers his hood to reveal that he himself bears a striking resemblance to Link 
Oh my god. Oh my god. It's Lonk. <laughs> I was waiting with bated breath the whole time that he's talking to see if they would give him a alt name, but they never do. <laughs> it's like yeah. so mad. I guess, we, I don't know if we've ever discussed this, but sometimes I use Lonk as my player name in these games for free, for reasons, and that's why it was especially funny to me. This has become a, it's been a topic on the podcast before. I think it might have been. <laughs> Just for clarity. <laughs> And indeed, Ravia was supposed to play the role of Low Rule's great hero and loyally served Princess Hilda until recently. But he claims to be a coward at heart. He was horrified by the plan Hilda and Yuga had come up with, but he couldn't bring himself to confront his princess. Instead, he fled to Hyrule, hoping their hero would be someone more courageous who could put a stop to things. Hilda is at first enraged by this betrayal, but Ravio pleads with her to listen to him. He also wants the best for Low Rule, but condemning another kingdom to destruction is a bridge too far. It's exactly the sort of violence and chaos that Hilda's ancestors had hoped to prevent by destroying their Triforce in the first place. And Ravia wanted to save her from all of that. Hilda is moved by his words, and horrified to realize just how far she had been willing to take things, and she relents. She sends Link and Zelda safely home through a crack in what remains of Lurul's sacred realm. The two find themselves in their own world's sacred realm, standing before the gleaming Triforce. Zelda tells Link he should reach out and make a wish on it, but then muses that they both probably have the same wish now, after all they've seen. They share a look, and together reach out to place their hands on the Triforce. It shines with power, and back in low rule, Hilda and Ravia watch in amazement as their own kingdom's Triforce is restored, saving them all from ruin. With tears in her eyes, Hilda thanks Zelda and the hero of Hyrule. Roll credits. <laughs> it was a happy Yay. ending for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have given the Triforce also, like, an alt name i don't know what it would be the quad force <laughs> triforce <laughs> <laughs> or like triforce backwards like something like that i don't i can't talk i can't think <laughs> how <laughs> if it's true what would that be e yeah why not call it that yeah, that rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I like how it's just a Triforce, but upside down. Yeah. Yep. Because everything in... Because, like, Lorul is, like, a mirror image or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. therefore, the Triforce has to be... Yeah, I do like... Uh, yeah, I do like in the logo where it kind of looks like a Triforce shadow, but, then, like, when oh. you play the game, it's... You're like, oh, it's their Triforce. Ooh. They have their own sacred realm and their own Triforce. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I was going to have... Try and, and convince you to... Um... When you were writing your summary, Ellen, mm-hmm. of like copying the the first season summary of Stranger Things, and then be like, "Oh wait, wrong <laughs> oh, I would have done down. that if I had been clever enough to think about it, but I didn't even write one before we started recording. <laughs> I wrote the first sentence, which was like, "In a link between worlds, a young blacksmith assist blacksmith assistant," and that was like all that I had written. So, <laughs> and I have like all my other notes, but I forgot to go back and write them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll edit in the Stranger Things theme song. Would that be acceptable? Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, yes. well, we'll see what happens. Note to future Ellen, um, if you're not too busy playing Tears of the Kingdom, then edit this in or whatever, <laughs> whenever this skims out. Because, yeah, I think this episode comes out June 1st, so we'll be playing Tears of the Kingdom by then for sure. So. Mm-hmm. When, and back in time when we were recording this, Tears of the Kingdom comes out in like a week, so... <laughs> but by then it, by 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 now listener it's already out so <laughs> we're excited in the past i guess 
Yeah, don't spoil us here in the past. Yeah, they can't in the past. <laughs> I guess traveling back and forward in time is kind of a Zelda theme thing. So I guess we're all... mm-hmm. free recording is on point. Yeah, I didn't realize until we played all these games in a row just how much the Zelda oh, series so... loves its like dual dual world thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally all of them. <laughs> it's either that or it's like a dream, like Link's Awakening mm. or like um, what's the other. Well, Link's Awakening was a dream. Wasn't there another one that was like, uh, was it a Phantom dream? Hourglass? Oh yeah, Phantom Hourglass was a was a. They were yeah. in alternate world. So maybe, but... <laughs> maybe a dream. <laughs> I mean, they said yeah. that they were. Yeah, yeah, you got like they the... were on there for ten minutes, so they were in some kind of alternate reality. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think the world is real. It's just in a like a little pocket dimension, not actually part of their world. Yeah, it's not the same, but it's not like another <laughs> world, like how. High rule and low rule, or whatever, like actually have, mm-hmm. or like yeah. the yeah, it's not like connected or... or you go back and forth between them. No, yeah, you have like the light world and dark world, and link to the past, link to the past, and then high rule and low rule in this one, and then you have like the ocarina of time, like seven years apart, yes, past and future. You got the kind of the twilight realm and twilight princess, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then like the different. Like time periods and seasons in the Oracle's games that you go back and forth between. Well, Majora's Mask is like the same three days, but you're all in one place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and I think that actually, like, the Twilight Realm or whatever is more similar to Low Rule, like, than other. Oh, yeah. Than even, like, the Dark Realm and Link to the Past, because, like, (laughs) in. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a mirror image, but covered in, like, shadows that's, like. And, like,. Isn't that sort of what it is? Well, yeah. like in the well, I think, like conceptually and backstory wise, it's really similar with like the whole right. Like it had been people who had it was like the people who had tried to seize the power of the Triforce and were like cast into a different world. Exactly. And, yeah. And then and like Midna comes to our world seeking a way to save hers. Exactly. And then comes to care about both worlds. Thanks so. for literally mm-hmm. describing what yes. I was thinking <laughs> without me having to do yeah. it. I was like really struggling. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because like Princess Yeah, Elder, functionally like, they're, they're not very similar, but no, but yeah. like story wise, conceptually, yeah. yeah, they're they're very. I think they're, it's more similar. I think the structure of Hyrule and the Rule is more similar to Hyrule and the Twilight than it is to like Hyrule and the Dark World in uh, the Light World and Dark mm-hmm. World and Link to the Past. Even though like structurally in the game they're the same, they're almost a hundred percent the same actually. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what percent, but they're very high. It's very high. The map is exactly the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, we got our uh, we got Link and Zelda, and we kind of have two of them this time because we've also got Ravio yeah. and Hilda. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, Gan is just kind of there to be a big monster in this one because like yeah. Yuga's the main personality of the villain, even when he merges with Ganon. It's also like Zant, mm-hmm. except Zant never merged <laughs> with Ganon. It's just the Zant like was promised power from Ganon. But mm-hmm. didn't end up getting it in the end. Yeah. And they're both weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Except Zant still had his oh, screaming or whatever, which he doesn't have. You guys <laughs> have a great of, theme. Yeah, though. he's got kind Good of a high pitched sound thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that he hums to his own music when he leaves the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the music in this game was like stellar, just in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Yuga has good themes, and Lorul has a good theme. We'll discuss later. But um, mm-hmm. I think Yuga's a good villain too. Yeah, yeah. But you have to have Ganon because you know, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so my favorite enemy was Beck. Oh, 
Oh, the uh, Moldorm? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone in the comment. I think it was like the Zelda dungeon walkthrough, walk which I didn't need to use very much this time, but there was something I was looking at. And someone was like, I called that the hamburger monster, which is really <laughs> funny because I, I always think that it does look like a hamburger. It really does. Um, yeah, like with the green. Yeah, especially legs. in this one because he's got like little like bumpy things on top. Yeah, exactly. Like sesame seeds. Exactly. He looks like a sesame seed bun <laughs> with lettuce sticking out. Mm-hmm. I still fucking hate him, but at least... Um... <laughs> at least he doesn't restart your boss battle no! if he knocks you yeah. off the ledge this yeah, time. Yeah, that was a terrible... So mad. That was oh the God. worst. And also, like, the one in... I think there's two, right? Because there's one in one of the dungeons, and then there's one in the... In Laurel Castle. And in yeah. the one in Laurel Castle, oh. you can, like, stand on the ledge and just, like, throw mm-hmm. bombs down, which is exactly what I did. I was yeah. like, I'm not getting in this room with you. <laughs> there's also one... I don't know if you ever did the Treacherous Ruins. Is that what it was called? I, I didn't. Um, okay. I think it was Treacherous Tower or something. Yeah, that's the um, one. Yeah, I did that a bit. He's not so bad, though. You don't have to hit him as many times. Yeah. It was. I think this whole game overall wasn't as hard as A Link to the Past, but like... Yes, mm-hmm. no, not at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. in general. Um, mm-hmm. I had a lot more fun with this one than I did with... Like, Link to the Past was fun mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, but I thought this one was mm-hmm. so much easier and like the content amount was mm-hmm. a lot better, at least for like my mm-hmm. attention span. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the dungeons. Yeah, it's got like all the all the good parts of a link to the past yes. without the like frustrating parts of a link to the past. Yes, mm-hmm. and there's more like variety and dungeon design and stuff. There yes. is, and there because of the painting mechanic too. There's like also it's not just the same game again, mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. like the items are pretty different. Oh yeah, and also you have like oh. item rental, which is a thing. Mm-hmm. So it has the, a, no ammo. No ammo. You have a stamina bar instead. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more flexibility like you don't have to do all the because i think in link to the past it's like you go to one don't you go to like one of the dungeons and then it's like oh now you got to go to this other one or you got to go over here well they they're numbered I think they're I numbered yeah yeah i, I think there's a few you... you could do out of order mm-hmm. but some you couldn't and then like but all of these you couldn't do and yeah. once you get to low rule except for like like, you have to complete the one to be the able castle. to get the sand rod and stuff, yeah. but otherwise you can do them in pretty much any order. Yeah, but yeah, most of them. Mm-hmm. I think that the thief, the thieves hideout or something you have to do to get something. Uh, and then, like, yeah, the sand to get the sand rod, you have to do the one. Um, mm-hmm. But then all the other ones, yeah, you can do whatever you want, which is really nice, actually. I definitely didn't do them in the same order yeah. that yeah. was recommended, and mm-hmm. that I've, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I just kind of did them in whatever order I stumbled across them. Pretty much, yeah. Like, we talked about how, like, in, or at least one of the, one of the complaints that people had about Skyward Sword was, like, it was super linear and that you have to go from one place to another exactly in order. Mm-hmm. Like, you can mm-hmm. do side stuff in between. But I felt like this game actually had a really good sort of, like, exploratory, like, um, aspect where you don't have to do them in a specific order. The, yeah. The, I don't think you even have to do the first three in a specific order. Um, or the first two uh, dungeons after you do. Yeah, you can do them in either order. Yeah, there's yeah. so you have the a lot of options. To get dependence, yeah, so. exactly those two. So, mm-hmm. I think that's also convenient. And then with the item rental, it's like you can get whatever items you want. So you can also solve problems in different ways, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You do miss out on like a difficulty curve with that situation, but it's like never not like Zelda's ever had a really strict difficulty curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's still fun though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I think there were like non-dungeon areas where you needed multiple 
uh, items. So like yeah. they just instead of putting it in a dungeon, it's just to get side pieces. What do you call them? Collectibles. <laughs> I don't Collectibles. Think that's what you call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like extra items or whatever. Yeah. And there's, um, there's still like limiters. Like there's still things that are limiting. Like you have to do this thing to get the. Like, you can't lift the big boulders until you do the one dungeon, and, like, you can't... Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the, the sand rod is a good example, too. Like, so there is still some things that you have to progress through. It's just not as hard and not as linear, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this game had a high difficulty curve at all, really. No, there are definitely parts that were a bit challenging, um, but I don't think... Oh, well, actually, I played on hero mode because I had the game already beat once. So I was like, why not? That was a bit hard because you take double damage. Uh, like the enemies in low rule do They're extra hard. damage anyways. So mm -hmm. like it, it was it was definitely challenging hmm. um, in hero mode. So I think I think if you did it that way, you could get a decent challenge. Mm -hmm. um, especially it, like I got lucky. I got the blue armor in the first dungeon I visited, and that definitely helped. But even then, like I was low on hearts, and it was it was a struggle. Mm -hmm. I, th I think you could definitely make it more challenging that way. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I think overall it was still pretty easy, compared, especially compared to like uh, Link to the Past. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were some dungeons that were like, maybe the mechanics weren't hard, but they were really complicated. Like I'm thinking about the like the ice one, because you have to go, no. it's like hit a button here and then like walk around and go up and down three floors. And then you can access the thing that you open with the button. You know what I mean? Like a lot mm -hmm. of it is like, yeah, I think that one was the hardest. That was one of the hardest. Uh, I found turtle rock really hard because um, of all the teleporters. And I think I missed hmm. one. So I was just like, where is the teleporter I'm supposed to go to? So I like, I had to loop around like two or three times mm -hmm. before I figured out the the right teleporter to get to the bosky or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember what it was that I needed. That one was harder. I did that uh, one earlier though. And it was, I didn't find it as hard, but yeah. The... Yeah. I found it I mean, a little again, confusing was... at first, but then I kind of like something clicked and I was like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically I just had to like go through and make sure I went through each teleporter once to be like, which one am I missing? Right. Um, cause there's one that I just, I guess I kept not going through, which is the one I needed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think overall most of the, the maps were pretty easy enough um unique and cool yeah and i think i think they did a really the dungeon design was excellent for the majority of them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. speaking of the ice the ice ruins i found that to be so cool i just remember i was doing that i was like oh this is cool this is cool mm. <laughs> this is amazing oh my god look at and like i kept getting more and more excited as like because like mm -hmm. you could see all the levels below yeah that was pretty cool you were going like mm -hmm. inward and outward there's a little like, elevator parts there's a little elevator the parts of the map were like like, uh, uh, we're just completely moving around. So like the rooms were completely different and you'd come back and like, you'd get to access new areas and things like it was really like, like it was complicated in a way that, um, like wasn't overwhelming, but it was just kind of cool to see it all fit together and like how you're kind of like taking it apart and putting it back together. Kind of like a, like one of those 3d puzzles <laughs> that you have to like, I don't know. Yes. Something like that. But it was it was cool. I don't know. I just, I, I really enjoyed that map. And I, I think Turtle Rock was also a really cool idea. Um, like, it was a very simple design. It's the shape of a, a turtle with, like, mm -hmm. a, a center room and four rooms on each mm -hmm. side. But then you teleport to each one, and, like, there's, it's got two levels on each floor, so four levels. I don't know. But yeah, I, I thought that was another really cool design. 
I liked I did like the ice one. I also really liked the dark palace. Like I love hated the dark palace. I liked the sneaking mm-hmm. part where you had to go through the maze. And mm-hmm. I liked uh mm-hmm. there was some similar mechanics to like not Phantom Hourglass, to spirit tracks where like the rooms were dark and stuff, but it was like mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you go into a room and you have to turn the light you have to like turn the tor- blow the torch out. And sometimes you had mm-hmm. to light it and stuff. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The puzzles yep. in that one were good. Yeah, I'm not sure if I liked um, navigating that one very much. No. But I really liked the <laughs> aesthetics of it, like when you yeah. like turn the lights out and there's like the glowing like, yeah. image of the the what Gemasaur King. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it was on the, the front and like the paths would show themselves and stuff. It was just really cool looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I thought that, that was cool. And then like the the um Swamp, not Swamp Palace. The Skull Woods one also had the part where you have to go outside, just like a link to the past. But it was mm-hmm. like so much easier, yeah. I think. Like it was, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was still cool that you had to go in another dungeon. Like they kept that concept, but it was just a lot more straightforward, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, they all had good mechanics, um, mm-hmm. and like different things. And then they also like I think um, like the the picture turning into a picture link and like warping into the wall and stuff could be something that you like. It could become not used easily, but like mm-hmm. I, fa- I, I feel like every dungeon had incorporated things where you had to like turn into a a picture and like cross yeah. something or like mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah, they found a lot of well cool ways to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember like there were quite a few places where I was stuck. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Oh, I can merge with a wall. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Was there something I missed there? And it, that was it. Yeah, I did that a lot at the like... beginning where I'd be like, well, I'm stumped. I can't cross this four foot gap. What do I do? And then, oh. <laughs> and then after a while, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I can just merge with the wall. And, the very know, first move one. Two, move a couple feet over and pop out again. At least the first thing that I did was go to the like witches, uh, check to see if the witches hut was there, which it was. And then I was like, oh, I'll go and check because I think one of the dungeons was like in the water. And I was like, I'll go see if you can get the flippers or whatever from the Zoras. And so I went mm-hmm. to try to go that way, and it, there was like a, oh, there's the hint ghost. I was trying to figure out how I, how I got there. And it, or no, it wasn't a hint ghost. Maybe there was an NPC or something that was like, boy, I wish I had a special power to go across this gap. And I was like, me too, buddy. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> walked around for like a long time. And then it was like, oh, I can just merge with the, I think then I had talked to the hint ghost. And the hint ghost was like, maybe you try merging with the wall, question mark? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. right. I do have a special power. <laughs> I just, like, totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, a, there's, like, a Zora NPC there who's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the bridge is out and I can't swim. You can't swim either, huh? I guess we're both stuck here. There's yeah. no way to get across this gap. If only I had special <laughs> powers to get across mm-hmm. this gap. Yeah. I liked the hint ghost. It was really funny. And also, like, because mm-hmm. I haven't used this 3DS in years, it have like, 300 play coins. So it's like, yeah, good, yeah, I can yeah. ask for as many hints as I want, which was, like, <laughs> two. But it was still fun. And I like that the hint ghost oh, is, was like... the play coins, uh, like, a currency used across multiple games? That was the... Yeah, those were the play coins from Street Pass. Or, like, you could oh. use them in Street Pass games and, like, you get them by walking. You only have to walk, like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. I forget. It's, like, uh, I forgot. I forgot they were cross-game currency. Yeah, I thought it might have been, like, a no. kind of unique to, to this No, one. it's, like, console currency. And, like, right. yeah, and you get I it from walking around. It's, like, based on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. pedometer aspect mm-hmm. of the Street Pass mm-hmm. thing. But, yeah, I have the maximum amount. And even though I used a couple, I still ended up with the maximum amount later just from carrying my thing around <laughs> while we were traveling. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I didn't get any street passes though. I was sad about that. <laughs> but I'm not surprised. Anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It might not work anymore. Yeah. The network might be gone now. Yeah, the uh, yeah, I think well, the networks. Cuz wasn't that a local like it was just um cuz it didn't use like a, a wider range. It was just you, the the DSs would communicate to each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but know. I'm not sure if it works anymore since they disabled it's, everything else. Yeah, it still might not mm. be supported. I'm not sure. Right. But I did try. Because nobody carries a 3DS around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Only me for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> while I was playing this game. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I was like, on yeah, the like... battery. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're like characters in Kakariko Village who were like enthusing about the like street cast whatever pass thing. And I was, like, I was like, buddy, I don't know how to tell you that. How to tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's 10 years in the future. This doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at least I could get still get hints. That was fine. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know if you use the hint ghost, but it would be like, first of all, you have to use a special item to see them, which is funny. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it's like the hint ghost looks up from its book and then gives you a sassy hint. And then at the end, it says the hint ghost looks back at its book or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is the hint ghost reading? We'll never know. So many questions. <laughs> I think there's also a fortune teller. Uh, who I did not talk mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. but the fortune yes. teller is also there too. So. I think you talked to him once because I'm pretty sure he gives you the thing to see the hint ghosts. I thought Irene yes, gives you the you thing to from. see the hint ghosts, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I remember that. I think it was the fortune teller. Okay, maybe I did. No, she just the... gives you the bell so you can summon her. Yeah, or her mm-hmm. just her broom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of the game. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so sad when she was gone, and I was like, oh, I think I know why she's gone. And mm-hmm. I wanted her to be the first one. I, I, because I was like, oh well, then she'll come back, and I won't be. Just no, she's an, trapped an in the sacred world. <laughs> she's trapped in the sacred, but she was also the last one I, oh. I ended up saving. I'm so mad about that. Because <laughs> um, at least when you do save her, she does still talk back to you. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. She does talk um, back to you. She sasses just, you from the sacred realm. Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I yeah, was... I forgot that she was one of the um, sages. And like at first, I thought it was just a gag when she when the broom shows up. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. it kept it. Then it kept happening, and I was like, okay, this isn't random events and i was like oh right yeah yeah well when the broom showed up i was like oh she's probably a sage but also right at the beginning where the mom is like oh i can't find gully i was like oh man he's probably a sage <laughs> and then when you i went back and told her later after i saved him and she was like i'm gonna make his favorite dessert and i was like i don't know what to tell you lady like he's not coming back from the sacred realm like <laughs> unless they did in the credits but i don't remember yeah they all come <laughs> home at the end back, which is, yeah which is nice because i'm I was slightly distraught about the um, the sages in Ocarina of Time. Same. So. That's exactly what I was worried about. And I couldn't remember what and happened then, in uh, Link to the Past. Like, I think they all got freed eventually, right? So, well, Wasn't there one where, like, you saw the, like, the lights all, like, shoot out and, like, travel with you or something? So, like, they were spirits or something in one of the games now? Am I wrong? I think you're thinking about maybe Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. time. At the ending, they all, like, turn into okay. lights. They turn into goose. While they're watching the party and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's, like, yeah. the big party at the mm-hmm. end, and they're all just, like, chilling, and you're like, oh, you're still ghosts. Mm-hmm. At least I was. Cosmo, I thought you played that game so many times. I guess you don't probably don't watch the credits. <laughs> yeah, especially because, like, most of it is through um, the randomizer, right, which right. just skips all the cutscenes. Yeah. So, I would be yeah. annoyed if it skipped the credits. <laughs> I just saw a thing today that was, like, Netflix let me skip the credits every time like a tweet that somebody was complaining and it's like never let me skip the credits any every time what the hell's wrong with people <laughs> i want to see the intro song <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah sometimes that pops up on something with a really good opening theme i'm like Absolutely first of all how not. dare you yeah <laughs> yeah right oh yeah i was um i made a list of all the instruments because we were talking about how hard the pan flute was or whatever last time and this one technically does have an instrument which is a bell to call irene <laughs> but there's yeah. no other instruments yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. It doesn't really matter. But I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I enjoyed the item rental a lot. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about it in depth. I know we talked about it a little bit, but I really enjoyed that mechanic. I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. 
I like how they have little bunny ears on them while you're renting them. Yeah. And then also he'll like come collect them. Shiro will come collect them when you die. And it's like, sorry, I got to take mm-hmm. these back. And I was like, damn it. I like when he's first explaining it and he says like, Shiro will come and collect them while you lie there. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue in this is pretty funny from some of the characters. <laughs> Ravio is a good one. Um, yes. And, and Irene is a good one also. Um, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was playing it this time, I was like, in retrospect, it should be obvious that Ravi is going to be the alt Link since he's got a bunny outfit on and Link turned into a bunny in the dark world and <laughs> yeah. to the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that Ravio was like the character wearing the bunny ears or whatever in uh, Majora's Mask. And then I was like, mm. oh, wait, that's not. And then I like spent a long time Googling Majora's Mask. And then I was like, this isn't the same person i'm just crazy (laughs) and i think i had seen ravio before you know through like you know just a cultural inception and somehow Mm -hmm. decided they were the same character Mm -hmm. so when ravio showed up i was like hey it's that guy from majora's mask and then i was like wait (laughs) that's not true (laughs) later (laughs) i did enjoy ravio and his bag of money from me buying all of his equipment that he's selling (laughs) (laughs) in the last cutscene or whatever Mm mm-hmm and then he just like takes over your house and like pushes all your furniture yeah. to the side. And... Mm-hmm. You sign up out front, and yeah, then when you sign on your roof, when you warp, it's like your house. And I'm like, I think you should just go ahead and call this Ravio's house. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also in the house, um, I guess there is his money bag that's there. Yeah, and if you go like, to it, he's like, oh, don't touch that. That is more important than my life. So <laughs> don't touch. I thought that at the end he was gonna be like. I made us money to save lower rule. We could repair everything. <laughs> I like literally oh, yeah. thought that for a second. And then I was like, oh, okay, no, <laughs> they're going to restore the Triforce. That, that makes a lot more sense. But I was like, because he shows up with the money bag, like as if it's important <laughs> mm-hmm. and implies that it's important if you try to touch it. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to touch your money bag. I just want to warp into the wall with this little Majora's mask and play <laughs> around because I think it's funny. I was like, he, 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 I'm an evil demon. He, he, he. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> do love the idea of Robbie being. Being like, I can't allow this plan to go forward. I know, I'll have a fundraiser. <laughs> like a bake sale. Yeah. Except with weapons. <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought the whole um uh like mechanic of turning into a painting, especially the fights with Yuga, where there's also like lightning coming out of the walls and stuff, it reminded me of the Forest Temple in Ocarina of Time where Ganon's like jumping through all the oh, paintings. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought mm-hmm. that, that was cool and slash terrifying. And I was like, that was the thing. That mm-hmm. was the fight that I was the worst. That was the hardest one, I think, in probably all of Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time. Except for the end. I did that a couple times at the end. I think my favorite um, boss fight use of the painting was the, um, the skeleton guy where you like merge with a shield. And he's like, what just happened? Oh, yeah. And then you like <laughs> yeah, pop out behind right. him. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I was like, he, 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 he. Then you like tackle from behind. <laughs> Yeah. I thought you were going to say that. And then he the... gets mad and throws away the shield. Yes. I thought you were going to say the hand one where you make the hand punch the wall. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I almost called it Master Hand every time we talk about it. Like the big, uh, it has a name. Mm-hmm. It's like, like Wall Master. Like knuckle master, master something, I remember. <laughs> it has Master and something to do with Hand, but not Master Hand. But yeah, I thought that that, that fight was really funny. I mean, it was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. It was hard, but it was really funny where he's like punches mm-hmm. the wall and the hand is like dizzy. <laughs> you have to like, yeah. you like have to bait him into hitting the wall. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, merging into the sword, merging into the shield and clawing on the back was hilarious. I enjoyed that. This game also had a good, um, one of those mechanics where there was like two characters that you control because there's like the thief girl in the one mm-hmm. part. And I thought that was cool. Uh, it was only mm-hmm. moderately annoying as opposed to the fucking 
the hand from uh what is the from like phantom hourglass or whatever where there's like the hand following you and you have to like oh yeah move the other person down the side of the the room or in the through the room it was one phantom hourglass mm-hmm. or uh it was one of the one of those ds ones phantom hourglass or Sphere yeah, tracks yeah i can't I maybe it was phantom hourglass like one of the ones you to draw the path for yeah. Zelda in the Phantom or whoever in the Phantom. Um, must have been Spirit Tracks then. Anyway, yeah, it was kind of reminding me of that, where there's like two-person puzzles, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I did also enjoy the trippy sequence where you <laughs> go between Hyrule and Lowrule. That was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it's like, and you're all like, <laughs> I like also Link's um, like animation when he's on the wall, where it's like kind of wiggly, like, ee, 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 and then he's <laughs> down the wall. I got his little eyes like shift back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also, if he has like equipment, it's on the image, like the, especially mm-hmm. the lantern, specifically the lantern. Yes. I remember seeing. I'm not sure about all of them, but I liked that a lot. I was like, "Oh, the lantern's on his hip! Oh, so cute!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his uh, outfit changes or whatever. If he's like, if you your armor yes. is upgraded, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. cool. One thing that I kind of missed that was like I think better in Phantom Hourglass and Sierra Tracks was like you have the map on the lower screen, but you couldn't draw on it. And I was like, such a missed opportunity. Although, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm the only one that missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but there was something yeah. where I would be like, oh, I want to go make sure that I go back to this room because there's a chest here and I couldn't reach it or something. Like, And I think it would have been really nice, but I guess I would have made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, have, they look the pins. And you can make different colored pins. Oh, there's pins. Um, hmm. uh, but that was only, I think, in the overworld. I don't know if like, that would be in a dungeon. Mm, like I don't that. even remember. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But I did like that element of um, specifically Spirit Tracks. I think I used it extensively because, like, there's completely mm-hmm. dark dungeon rooms and stuff like that, or like yeah. completely blank maps in dungeons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did enjoy that in those games. And so I was like, oh, I guess I guess we're not doing that anymore. Oh well, <laughs> that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and because this game has like a circle pad instead of a D pad, it's also a lot easier than uh, <laughs> the other yes. one for walking around. <laughs> You can like walk well, I mean, diagonally that one, and stuff. Um, you drew the path anyway, but yeah. Well, no, I meant uh, compared. Oh, I guess because. Oh, um, I guess to like link to the past yeah. and um, link Link's Awakening. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Specifically, okay. Link because the version of Link to the Past that I played was on Game Boy Advance. However, I think I think the Super Nintendo didn't have a joystick, did it? I think it no, was still a D pad. Uh, no, yeah, it was four yeah. buttons and a D-pad instead of two buttons and a D-pad like the SNES or mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the NES. Yeah, I mean, the enemies are pretty much all the same as um, Link to the Past. But yeah, there was like a couple exceptions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, guy a lot of the, the bosses. A lot of the bosses were at least inspired by the Link to the Past mm-hmm. version, although a lot of them were like variations on it. Like we talked about the, the Gemasaur King instead of the Helmasaur King. And- right. Sometimes the mechanic was a little different because the items were different, but like a lot mm-hmm. of them were very similar, which was yeah. which was cool. Mm-hmm. The fucking Woldorm is the same. <laughs> yes. If they bring back Honestly, Woldorm, just not for... restarting your just not restarting your fight when he knocks you off the platform makes <sighs> all the difference yeah. in the world. Yeah, that's mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. true. Also, I hope they don't bring back Moldorum like enemies in Tears of the Kingdom. This is my <laughs> prediction for the future. Yeah, I don't think they really work in 3D, but <laughs> no, because I yeah. guess they have to be kind of flat. <laughs> I can imagine a 3D mold form. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, you really, you really need a top-down yeah. perspective for yeah, yeah, yeah. that style of fight. Mm-hmm. So. 
I mean, they could have, have some kind of, of like fast moving worm, but it would be a different <laughs> mechanic. I mean, they have um, the sand worms. I can't remember what they're called in Breath of the Wild. Well, they have the uh, yeah, yeah they have the sandworms in um, and, and Majora's Mask. Oh, um, which were kind of similar because they would fly up and they had like certain areas on their body that you, you had to shoot hit. with an arrow. Yeah, yeah. so it was oh, kind of yeah. similar. So instead of it being the tail, it was like the head, and then at one point, like, well, I guess it depends because yeah, the the 3DS remake you had to hit different parts of their body. Where I think the original. Was it just the tail? Or, I don't remember. Something like that. There's usually like a target. I think you're right that it's like it's a worm yeah. with a target that pops so, out of something. I, so I guess they yeah, do. Yeah, like I feel like yeah, I yeah. feel like it's, feel like it's something you could do. Yeah, it's sort of different though. That's more of a like. I feel like the thing that pops out of the ground is different than the thing that charges all around. Erratically. That's true. Like yes, this, yes, yes. Yeah, like those are two yeah. like types of enemies that exist. Yeah, and I guess they're kind of like wigglers and. Mario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't remember what you're mm -hmm. supposed to do to attack Wiggler, because the only game that I can remember with Wiggler is the, like, Don't Wake Wiggler <laughs> mini game where mm -hmm. you have to, like, pet no, Wiggler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I've actually played a game where you had to actually attack them. Yeah, I think you usually, <laughs> like, butt Jump on them? Them. <laughs> Ground pound them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Butt, butt stomp. <laughs> 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 That's a better way to describe it. It was always called Butt Stomp when I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> Mario games, I don't know. <laughs> I think, like, in the instructions, it's like, do this to ground pound. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, I'm hitting this with my butt. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like Butt Stomp. <laughs> That's definitely a more accurate description. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, what were you saying, Gossip? <laughs> well, uh... Gameplay? Yeah. Gameplay. Other gameplay yeah. that we haven't talked about yet, I guess. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's another 2D top-down Zelda game, but I'd say the most 3D one yet. In that, like, again, a lot of the levels are very vertical. Mm. Um, even in the rooms, you have different levels. Some of them you are, um, like, your vision is obstructed because of the floor above you. Mm. Um, <clears throat> a lot of places where, you know, like I'm thinking of, uh, I think it was the Lost Woods dungeon where... You have that master hand that has to, that will like slam down, and if there's a floor above you, like it'll hit a switch. I thought that was that actually level. a really good mechanic. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. that I was, was like, fun. "Good, do my yeah. bidding, you bastard." Yep. <laughs> Some areas, like the descent from not Mount Doom, uh, Death Mountain, <laughs> uh, was. Um, I mean, like it's just, just a massive or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, a massive like vertical room. Where um, that was sort of disorienting, I mean, where you have to jump down yeah. to all the platforms, <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, maybe yeah, the yeah. 3D will make this better. And I turned it on, and I was like, it does not make this better. <laughs> and <then> I just <laughs> turned it right back off. <laughs> and then somehow, still the most 2D. Well, no, okay, I guess the, what is it? Zelda Two um, is also very, very 2D. But uh, you can merge into the wall, very, very 2D. Um, you could just move left or right, and I think that's about it for the major like gameplay uh uniqueness to it um yeah i mean like you kind of have like standard items and stuff from yeah standard games. items but yeah yeah so but that, that's that's oh and then um there's the as we talked about you can rent items mm -hmm. uh you have the stamina bar yeah um instead of ammo and um each dungeon has one item that you need to to in order to get into it and to complete it um 
So you're welcome to do the dungeon with just that one item or with the full array, depending on what you've bought um, or rented. With that, you can go in any order, pretty much, other than you need to do the first dungeon first, the next two next in some order, <laughs> and then you have to just get the items to do, I think yeah, it's the just seven. the sand. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's very, very refreshing, I think. It, it really made the game open. Mm-hmm. You know, I could do as much as I wanted in exploring. I could go straight to the dungeon, all that. Um, yeah, you can collect all the Mai Mais that you want to your heart's content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I really like them. <laughs> yeah. And then each each dungeon, instead of having a major item, an active item, it had a major passive item, like an, uh, an upgrade, so mm. like armor... Or uh, or to upgrade your sword, or um, bracers to be able to lift more things. So um, each dungeon still had a unique item that you could miss if you didn't. You had to like really look for it. You had to go out of your way to find. You know. Yeah, I, I didn't get the chest for the red armor in Low Rule Castle. Low Rule Castle. Mm-hmm. I just like forgot about it, and I was like, I'm done. And then I went to mm-hmm. fight Yuga, and I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> I went to go check something. I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot to get that." <laughs> Why is this link in this tutorial's photo red? I'm concerned. <laughs> that was important. But you get like you get the stamina increase and you get uh, yeah. a bunch of other things. Like the you can lift heavier things from one of them and the blue armor and stuff like that too. So yeah, I I I really liked the the it's it's a similar formula, but it really changed it, made it more refreshing. Um, if they hadn't made Breath of the Wild, I feel like a new game following this formula would have been amazing, even if it was like 3D. Mm. Um, like I, th- I think they could have done a lot more, and then they just decided to do Breath of the Wild, which I'm not complaining about. <laughs> I think they announced Breath of the <laughs> Wild. Breath of the Wild is kind of in progress, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild is kind of similar in that you can do the major. That's true. Yeah, and you get in uh, instead you just get all the items more or less uh, early mm-hmm. on right away. I mean, you, you can mm-hmm. access um, whatever you want. It's just whether or not you have, like, you're powerful enough to get them. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. technically, you can go anywhere, and technically you can get any items. There's only a couple that you have to get. Like, don't you have to get Yeah, like, you can run right to Ganon and in your underpants if you want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. I guess it once does. Once you get off the plateau, you can do whatever. And then on the plateau, I think there's, like, you have to get some of the stasis runes to get off the or some of the, not stasis, some of the runes to get off of the plateau. No, you have to do all four, but you can you do them do in whatever four. order. Yeah. Because the, the old man won't give you the paraglider until you do all four. Yeah. And then you can dive off of the thing and go fight Ganon. Yeah. At full health while he's at full health while you're in your jorts, if you really want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which makes speedrunning that game hilarious, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, excited. With, well, with I, a tree I've branch the... in your underwear... Facing off against you can do it in like like twenty <laughs> minutes again. or like twenty five yeah. minutes or something yeah. if you really want. Mm-hmm. But then like mm-hmm. conversely, I pretty but I think I spent like over four hundred hours <laughs> playing that game. Yes. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching a speed yeah. run because I've seen I've seen that like twenty minute just get to Ganon and, and win. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to looking at like either uh complete all the divine beast speed runs or i don't know i have to look at the categories mm. but i that game looks mount like it'd be really interesting <laughs> mount percent <laughs> <laughs> i uh y'all started playing it because like the next game that we're gonna play is breath of the wild that's our next episode and kayla and cosm finished this game early and i'm like really envious of their 
<laughs> time they've already spent being able to play Breath of the Wild, I think I'm going to start playing it again tonight. That's my plan. Yeah. No matter how cramming late you Breath finish. of the Wild before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. <laughs> I yep. think I mean, Breath of the Wild cram school. I've already beaten it once. I wonder how fast I can beat it. If you can technically beat it in 25 hours or 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually fully completed it. No, 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 no. But oh. we can't beat it in 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. If, personally, one, but... if one can beat it in 25 minutes, then like the, maybe mm-hmm. you can defeat it in like 20 hours, which is like I yeah, have I'm sure like you a could, week. Uh... So I could, maybe I can beat it in a week. Yeah, I'm sure you could do like a casual speed run pretty quickly. I think you can go pretty fast. Yeah, if you know like exactly Mm -hmm. where you need to go and stuff. Yeah, like I already know where all the divine beasts are and everything. And then it's Mm -hmm. just like then you just power up, like get all the equipment that you want, um, like that you feel like whatever you feel like you need, and like get all the Mm -hmm. stuff that you feel like you need, like pot, not potion, you know, like food and stuff. And then I think Mm -hmm. you could kind of. That's my plan this time is just to like kind of speed around it because I have literally seen every fucking Mm -hmm. corner of the map. I don't need to do that. It's fine. (laughs) I'll be fine. I've never actually uh, rolled credits on this game on uh, oh, Breath of the Wild because I've wow. I've gotten all the Divine Beasts and like gotten like messed around in Hyrule Castle but I always wanted mm-hmm. to do other things before finishing it so mm-hmm. I was always like and I want to like, get distracted everything but... I want to find more Korra so my goal is to actually defeat Ganon before <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. this time it was um easier than I thought even for yeah, someone like me who's really bad but... at video games so yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. really geared up i had like fit, you know a whole bunch of expanded my sword slots and i had like all the big mm-hmm. ones that you get from like the uh, hinoxes and a bunch of like food mm-hmm. and stuff that i had made and then i went in and then i was like oh okay <laughs> i did it <laughs> Yeah. And the last time I played it, um, you know, I played for the first time and I bought the um, the season pass for the DLC, mm. but I had oh, kind of yeah. tapered off playing it before it all came out. And so like the next time I played it, I was like, oh, I have all this DLC I can play. And so Ooh. I was playing like the equipment, the, like, you know, quest of the mm-hmm. trials of the master sword and the champions ballad yeah. stuff. So I got One all caught I up in that. haven't gotten is the motorcycle, though. Maybe I should do that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, enough talk about Breath of the Wild. We should need to finish this <laughs> yeah. episode about Liberty <laughs> Worlds. But I agree with you that if they had made another game that was like a similar structure to this, where it was like you could go to the dungeons in any order and stuff, then I definitely would have been on board with it. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. isn't that is yeah. more similar to this than to Breath of the Wild. But you know they made Breath yeah. of the Wild, so can't really complain. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I get the feeling that. And you know this could be proven wrong by the time this episode comes out, but I feel I get the feeling that Tears of the Kingdom is gonna incorporate a little bit more like classic zelda stuff than breath of yeah, the wild yeah some people were disappointed by the lack of classic zelda stuff in breath of the wild i don't give a mm-hmm. fuck but you know mm-hmm. that's just one person yeah it still feels like i mean to me it still feels incredibly zelda despite I not agree. having a lot of oh, yeah. classic zelda stuff in it so but i think i get the the feeling i get from the trailers and stuff makes me think they're incorporating some of the old stuff too if they had like like temples, I think that would be cool. I'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's know. what I think is like the main thing. I think they might be incorporating is like more mm-hmm. traditional dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I hope we'll these see. Don't you guys get already know, but we yeah. don't. <laughs> we don't now. <laughs> <laughs> we will you sound so now. bitter about that. You already know. I'm bitter about the future. How dare. <laughs> How dare those future people really have, wait, have like, the game? A week, less, oh, just week. over a week, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, oh, that's why I don't want to work late next Friday. I took Friday <laughs> off. Not gonna lie at all, I did because I thought it would be fun. I was like, I've never been mm-hmm. excited for a game. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna go pick it up and play it immediately. <laughs> as soon as GameStop opens, that's what's happening mm-hmm. on Friday. 
I pre-ordered it, so you guys and your just depends on when <laughs> when the mail uh, gets it to me. I'm t- so well, Nintendo so, has a horrible digital copy. That's I've, true. I've complained about this before. But like, the I'm, Switch is Wii. I mean, I know you can put more data on it, which I think I already have. Yeah. But <laughs> so um, I I always find like. The games that I really like, I'm like, I'm going to want to come back to this a lot. I want to have it on my system so I don't ever have to, like, where did I put that case? Mm-hmm. Or like, like mm-hmm. I just moved, uh, well, just moved. I moved, like, two or three years ago. And there were some games, <laughs> I don't remember what, I was looking for it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know I've seen it. I've had it somewhere. Can't find it. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I always want physical copies I, for the games I really like so that, like, yeah, when I never have any problem it. with, like, data being corrupted or the or mm. some weird copyright thing happening. Or I briefly. The system stopped being supported and stuff, so. I briefly thought about getting a new 3DS, like a bigger 3DS, because I have the original one. And then I was like, but all of my things that are on here, because I bought yeah. Majora's Mask through the um, through the store, through the online store before it got canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I have a cool Majora's Mask theme on mine, which I totally forgot about. That's a thing that you could have, because you used to have those, like, Nintendo, like, coins and shit that you could buy yeah, things yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And so it I plays Majora's can... Mask music. <laughs> Yeah. I think you can I'm sure you that. can transfer the games. I'm not sure about all the other stuff, but I remember it was somewhat tedious though, but I remember doing it when I switched from a mm-hmm. 3DS to a new 3DS. We were talking about I saw something, I can't remember what I was looking at, but I was asking my husband like, "Oh, does the 3DS come with the SD card?" and he was like, "No, but we probably added them." And so I was looking at mine and I like jiggled it a little and the the theme like disappeared and I was like, "Ah." So, I think it's stored <laughs> on there basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I restarted it. It was fine, but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I think it comes fine. with one, but it's like a really small one because I think I mm. that might have been what I did actually with when I was transferring between SD cards, just upgraded to a bigger one. Yeah, I think mm. you can type. I just remember some thing. some tedious thing where I was like putting a file on my computer to transfer to the new card. And, That's the know. other thing. All storage things with Nintendo things are also very tedious. So yeah, yep. <laughs> they're very anti anti pirating. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's fine it just makes having digital copies of games fucking obnoxious i'm like you know what's easiest just yeah. buy the goddamn cartridge and it will always work yeah. so that's why i mm-hmm. bought the cartridge yeah, for tears of the kingdom yeah. then you don't have to like download as much stuff and wait for it mm-hmm. now yeah. i'm gonna buy it and plug it in and it's gonna work yep and then it's gonna be there mm-hmm. yeah it's not like a yeah. playstation game where you buy the cd that's probably has nothing on it and you have to wait three hours yeah. while it installs <laughs> yeah, true the that. game true that <laughs> oh god what were we talking about in terms of uh <laughs> Items now, I think. I don't know. Well, I think we said they're all they're diff- well. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we, we were talking about the format of the game because right, right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were finishing up the formula that they have, which is really cool. And uh, I, again, I think refreshing, yeah, especially for the two Ds. But um, I yeah, I would have been happy if the next three D had that formula as well. Let's see items. Um, a lot of returning ones: bombs, boomerang, bow, light arrows, nets. I like the big bomb Hammer. flower that you had to lead around, which isn't technically an item, <laughs> oh, but I thought yeah. it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It like hopped around. Yeah, it's kind like of like change weird on. exploding like pet. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like okay, just you can use the bomb flower. Like, Here, boy, this way go. <laughs> this way. Um, as for new items, um, there have been iterations of the fire rod. I don't remember how similar this one is to others. Um, I don't actually remember where this fire does. This fire rod just shoot a, a fireball. It's like a forward? pillar. It shoots a fireball that turns right. into a pillar oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, if yeah. you were above yeah. a grade, it wouldn't work. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and if you're um, up high, it'll fling the fireball like down. If there's no mm-hmm, floor mm-hmm. or whatever. That's right. That's right. I, that, they were yeah, a little. I, I think that. all of them were. All the items were like slightly different than before. Like yeah, the fire I one was a little so. different. The ice one like made ice in the air and dropped it down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then like the sand rod. The sand rod in what was the other? I guess it was spirit tracks or. Phantom Hourglass, I think, yeah. So, like, you draw, kind of draw on the screen, and it just, like, expands the sand area that's up. And this one, it mm-hmm. had to be, like, a straight line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it would kind of go, like, all the way across. It didn't have, like, a limit. And then it had a specific height. And so sometimes yeah. you could picture onto the sand, turn to a picture on the sand, and sometimes you could walk across mm-hmm. the sand, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So was, they were all, like, kind of what I expected them to do, but not exactly the same as, like, yeah. in other games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sense. <laughs> yep. And then the tornado rod, which let you jump up in the air and stun enemies nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scoot fruit, the fun <laughs> name, um, which is just another way to teleport back to the beginning of a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I never used it. I don't, Me neither. I don't think it leaves you a way to teleport back to where you left. It just t- brings you to the entrance, I think. I'm, that's my understanding from the description, but I never used it myself, yeah. so I'm not sure. But yeah, I think it's just like uh, you can leave the dungeon, but there's no mm-hmm. like... Then you can go back to where you were or whatever. And then, uh, I was just about to say something. Oh, the hint glasses we talked about, uh, a way to just, uh, see ghosts. You, they use the, the street pass money to <laughs> buy a hint from a ghost that you saw. Um, if you bought it and you didn't remember it and you had to talk to them again to hear it, it cost another coin. Found that out by, uh, accidentally <laughs> skipping through the text or like, I, I think I like zoned out. I was like, wait, what, what did he say? <laughs> and I read it again. There are Mayamais, a hundred of them. <laughs> Can you believe it? Um, these little snail clam crab? No. Snail? Octopus. Were they snails? They're like octopus, octopus oh, snail things. Yeah, I guess. I... Huh. Because they had like a shell, They're right? definitely yeah. mollusks of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- Mother Mayamai um, looked like an octopus. Yeah. She did. And she just had yeah. like the little shell on as like a hat. On a hat. <laughs> yeah. But then the little baby yeah. ones look like a little... I can't... A... You know, like a hermit yeah, crab like, kind of thing. Yeah, they're sort of yeah. combined between like a, a snail and an octopus. They were cute. Um, <laughs> That's what they matters. were cute. They made their little yes. noise. <laughs> when you, yeah, mm-hmm. and then when you find them, they they chirp along to the uh, the item gets yeah. out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At first, so I I played it a lot. I played the game a lot with the sound off because I was traveling. And it was like, oh, you might hear them squeaking. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then the first time I turned it on, I heard them. I was like, this is the cutest mm-hmm. noise I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like hear them and try um, to find them and then be like, there you are, you little dickens. <laughs> there was somewhere I was like, oh, there's a giant rock there that I need a, uh, one yeah. of the big bracers for. Uh, I'll I put a pin there. I'm like, I'll pick it up when I get that, find those bracers, which was also the last dungeon I went into. <laughs> and then I went and it's like, it's not under there. And then I just pick up a rock, a small rock next to it <laughs> that I could have picked up the entire time. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, cool! Thanks. Way to 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 bait me, <laughs> trick me. There was one that I couldn't figure out how to get that was like a small rock on a roof. Like you know what I'm talking about? There was one in. Yeah, yeah. You you needed to fly with a cuckoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that one took me a while to get to. I like came back to it like later, and I was like. Still can't figure this one out. Yeah, it's like I've run yeah. into this building five times. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Oh, that so I keep sense. slamming my face into it. <laughs> yeah. I've blown up this house. And then there's like the, the woman inside is like, I keep hearing this weird noise on the roof. And it's like, are you sure it's not me <laughs> just running into your house? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I heard I killed him. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so there were a hundred of them. And you get t- every 10 you got, you can upgrade one of your items um, from Ravio. They'd upgrade to do, you know, something you'd you typically expect um like bombs were just bigger had bigger explosions um the ice rod would drop four ices instead of just one the fire pillar went traveled further i don't remember but oh, you know, i don't remember what it did a, i didn't upgrade. upgrade that one but I, the bombs got bigger and the arrows mm. turned into three arrows oh yes and yes, the yes. boomerang did um, something else too you didn't really have to use the boomerang at all, but I upgraded it. Yeah. I was like, I must have to use this now since I haven't yet. Yeah, I don't think I ever bought the boomerang. I just bought all of them. Like I said, that was my strategy <laughs> because I was prone to death. <laughs> so I just was like, I'm going to buy them. I'll grind for rupees. It's fine. <laughs> I like that the upgrades are called the nice version of whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, yes, uh, the lamp and the net you could upgrade at the treacherous tower um, so that they would do damage. Oh yeah, I was wondering about that Mm because I think uh, I saw in a guide that was like, and then use the lamp, and I was like, mine just like lights little torches. It doesn't like hurt things, so I don't. Mm -hmm. But I just used the fire rod. I was like, we set you on fire instead (laughs) of you on fire. Set myself on fire, you know. (laughs) And then yeah, as I mentioned, uh, each dungeon had upgrades, Um, so you could get titan mitt uh, ores to get your sword upgraded. Uh, different mail to increase your resistance. I think the Helion Shield was from one of the temples and the Stamina Scroll. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also get a Bee Badge, which made bees become your friend and they would start attacking <laughs> enemies whenever they appeared on screen. That's pretty What's dope. I didn't do the that. The Pegasus Boots. Oh yeah, there's Pegasus Boots. I didn't find a lot of yep. use for them. Except for running into trees looking for my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't, there was a lot of like gaps. I don't know. I guess maybe you were supposed to use the grappling hook, but I was like, oh, you can run across gaps with these. And then every single time I plummet to my death, I was like, <laughs> oh, right. Never mind. That was the other game, mm-hmm. not this one. Yeah. I well, think the Pegasus could, bits I were think... optional. So I don't think they were. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. I think it, it, your little like stop animation, um, if you did that over a gap, you would still stop and then make it to the other side. <laughs> Something like that. Um, Speedrunners, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah. speedrunners <laughs> they figured it out i was like i'm sure that people use this for speedrunning for sure mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and there was one um, part there's one place where i think it was lower castle where you have to walk down like a long like hallway where there's nothing and i was like i'll just be running mm-hmm. and i had to go there like three mm-hmm. times because i kept dying so mm-hmm. pegasus boots <laughs> yeah. yeah i did enjoy slamming my face into things to knock my yes. eyes out though yeah mm-hmm. most important <laughs> usage and then let's see. We talked about the Mayamais as collectibles. There's heart containers and pieces of heart um, as, as standard, um, which I'm very mad about because there's one I couldn't find. Like I just didn't know where I left it, and I was like, I'm not <laughs> going it. the whole map to look for it. <laughs> so I uh, I gave up with one heart short of finishing it. Um, there are um, monster parts that you can use to make potions at the potion shop, and you get the bell. Mm-hmm. And call your witch so, friend. Yes. Get a ride to places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she threatens you. Just kind of like Sundari threatens you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I said you'd help you out, but like, don't you think you're mm-hmm. using this a little too much? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
I did go, aw, when you talk to the witch after she gets taken. And she's like, and she was just saying she had made a friend. She's like, it's me. Aww. I'm the friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. And then she's like, oh, well, no time to be blubbering. Let me make you some potions. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I suppose speed runs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell us how they glitch through things or whatever. Run some speed. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, well, I guess let's start with the times. Uh, Legend of Zaheer has the, well, okay. Well, the any percent uh, time for this game under normal mode, which is one hour and 21 minutes and one second. <laughs> wow. Um, but that was oh, man, they got to shave off that last second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skitten, literally four days ago, has second place uh, with a whole 11 seconds behind. Um, so one hour, 21 minutes, and 12 seconds. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Hero mode. Uh, oh, 24 days ago, Skitten with one hour and 28 minutes, exactly. So like three months ago, whenever this comes out or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Two months. Um, from now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's only one, two, three, four entries in here starting three years ago, so it's not a very contested uh, category. Um, let's see. Let's see. A hundred percent on hero mode. Legend of Zahir again with three hours and twenty-three minutes and thirteen <laughs> seconds, with second place at seven hours forty minutes and one second. Um, those are the only two entries, so I guess it's, again, not very contested. Mm -hmm. uh, you can submit literally any time and have to take third place right now. <laughs> Go for it. <clears throat> well, Kazem, if you find that last heart piece, you can submit. Ah! Oh, I didn't record it, though. I don't know. I mean, do you have to record to submit? They, uh, I mean, probably not, but also, like, they... Um, you know, they check to make sure you didn't cheat. I'm sure with my time of, like, you know, 12 hours, they're going to be like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> you don't no one's going to hunt you down. Yeah. Um, so 100% for normal mode, Legend of Zaheer, once again, with 3 hours, 1 minute, and 11 seconds. Also four years ago. Was that one in hero mode? No, that was eight years ago. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, glitchless Flora Berry, 18 days ago. Oh. Two hours, thirteen minutes, and fifty-eight seconds. Yeah, look at that. This would also be glitchless. You should have recorded it. Mm -hmm. Unlike previous games, I only watched the one hundred percent speedrun. I did not end up going for a any percent as well. But it was really interesting, really fun. I watched. Uh, it was the Legends of Here who had uh, the majority of those records. Uh, he did it through the games done quick. Um, one of them a couple of years ago. Um, it was entertaining. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, very informative. Very fun. Um, very interesting. Um, and, uh, oh, I guess this is the last 2D game. Um, it's kind of interesting how, like, pretty much all of them follow the same pattern of sheet. Basically, you want to glitch either through the wall or on the ceiling so you can transition to rooms without having to use the door and you're on the uh on the outside of the map so you can kind of really navigate to where you want to be inside the room or go around the room to the next room to skip it hmm. um so this game uh the way you do that typically is with the tornado rod or um jumping off a ledge and well using the tornado rod while a, an, an airborne enemy hits you causing you to knock hmm. up a little bit more in the air and get on the ceiling 
or jumping down while the fire rod is, uh, the pillar is there. So you jump up, get hit, that boosts you up a little bit more, and it puts you on that ceiling. Hmm. Um, so that was used very often. Um, let's see, uh, the speed run started off, uh, you immediately go into the, the mountain area, um, because you can do something similar where you jump off and you, um, manipulate one of the birds to hit you. So it knocks you back and you skip a rock that's blocking the way into the caves that lead up the mountain. Uh, you go through the first little cave and you see the cutscene where the volcano shoots off uh, and then there are little rocks coming at you. And at that point, um, that triggers Ravio to show up in your shop. <laughs> uh, and set up shop, rather. So if you <laughs> die, he's there. Um, but there's also the regular Ravio who's like, hey... Uh, I saved you. Do you mind if I chill here? Um, so every time you go back, there there will be two Ravios in, in your house. <laughs> One willing to sell you things and the other wishing you good luck on your journey or whatever. So with that, you can get every item without doing the first dungeon, without seeing Zelda, without uh, seeing Ceres. Um, I was going to say kidnapped. I guess she gets kidnapped, right? Because she turns into a painting and he runs off with it. <laughs> so paint napped. <laughs> um, it's just the vehicle through the kidnapping it's like the different it's not it's not a difference between being kidnapped in a car or kidnapped in a truck you I know if they're conscious while they're in painting form um doesn't hilda have the triforce so i mean maybe i don't know <laughs> that's a good i don't doesn't zelda also yell she's like take the arrows or whatever while she's still painting yeah that's true she does do that so i guess so and then irene is able to Oh, no, oh, I guess yeah. Irene doesn't talk to you until she's not a painting anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, does she have control over the broom, or do you? I think the broom just does whatever. It, but is that her controlling the broom to bring it to you, or is the, the spell she placed on the broom? Mm. Ooh. I think the broom just likes you, and it comes when called. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, Zelda talks to you while she's a painting, so it communicates with you somehow while she's a painting. But then she also, doesn't she communicate with you while you're dreaming also? Mm -hmm. Zelda often communicates with Link through tele telepathically, so like... Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's her power. Zelda just has like special Link talking just powers. wisdom powers. Yeah, she can talk <laughs> to the to the hero or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's a plot hole, Cosm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of it is you go through... Um, the, the majority of the skips are manipulating the... Um, 3D-ness and ending up on a ledge you're not supposed to be by jumping, getting hit, boosting up even higher, and you're somewhere you're not supposed to be. Um, so, like, in the first dungeon, um, you use a tornado rod and get hit by one of the jumping statues, end up on the roof. You can skip about half of the dungeon there that way. Um, you still have to get the main item in the, the, the upgrade item that's in the dungeon, but you know, you skip a good portion of it. One dungeon is the thieves hideout. Um, the thief girl does not like cheats. She is an honest woman. The thief girl will not follow you through any sort of like 
cheated ways. So if you skip a door and like you go back in it through it, so it's locked from the other side, uh, she won't come through it. So you can't skip any locked doors. Um, you can't go through the wall and try and like transition some places you're not supposed to. You have to pretty much do that dungeon normally. Hmm. You all... There's a way to cancel the ending animation for a lot of um, your items, like the hammer or the rods. If you use the... Oh, yeah, uh, something I didn't mention is there's a quick item change where you can, like, right. click the button and, uh, like, mm. scroll through the items without pausing. Right. So if you change the item um, while you're using it, Link will put it away. So it'll save a few milliseconds here and there, but it'll add up if you keep using it. Um there were other times where, uh, like using the tornado rod, uh, you would get hit just to end it a little early, things like that. A bomb on one of the elevator blocks and the tornado, while you're like, all the it's boosting you up, you get extra air and you can like literally just hit your head on the ceiling so hard you're in the next floor. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, you can slide through uh, voids. So like um, you use the Pegasus boots and you stop. And that little slide, you won't fall. So you mm. use that to get through um, gaps that you're not supposed to. Um, you could beat the Desert Palace without even entering. What? Yeah. <laughs> you can use the Sand Rod and then basically the same sort of thing where you jump, get hit, get boosted, end up um, on the ceiling and go around to the room that you go into. Because um, the boss battle is in the overworld. You leave the dungeon and you're technically in the overworld fighting the boss. Right. And then there's uh, afterwards you go through like into a little room to get the, the painting. You can just go around it. Um, but for 100%, you need to beat the boss to get yeah, the good. heart piece. Right. And then you do need to enter the palace to get the Titan Mint. Right. And then the Pegasus Boots mini game. Uh, there's a... In the very south east corner there is a guy who's like hey how about this uh if you can run really fast why don't you get to this point uh oh. all the way up to the northwest um by the miner's house and if you get there within a certain amount of time you get rewards mm -hmm. and so you could pegasus boots your way through and um beat it normally but if you teleport they're like hey uh we saw you cheat so doesn't count <laughs> problem is if you go to low rule and then teleport to a weather vane there and then come back it doesn't mm. uh consider you cheating so you can do that that's funny um but again um for speed running purposes for 100 percent, you don't because you want to pick up my that are on the way that you wouldn't get otherwise um so you don't do that <laughs> Other than that, I mean, again, it was it was very entertaining. Um, a lot of the same sort of similar tricks and things like that. Very good execution. Uh, the pathing is interesting because it's again you go you can like go wherever you want. So sometimes you have to backtrack. Sometimes you wait to do certain things until you're ready to do pretty much the entire area, so you don't have to backtrack. I recommend it. I didn't take as in depth notes on sort of everything that you have to do mm. um, as in previous games, but I think honestly, just the the I covered most of the very important stuff. Good. <laughs> yeah. Did you employ any speedrun tricks while you were playing? No, I I generally watch the speedruns after I beat the game. 
usually especially because like I don't remember the game, so I don't want spoilers and stuff like that. I want to kind of experience it again. But also, after I see it, I'm like, oh, I should have done that. I wish I had done that. Oh, I wish I'd saw, seen this first. So I don't know. Mm. Music, let's do it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's going to come as a shock to everyone that this music is mostly the same music as Link to the Past, obviously. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, like re orchestrated yes. or remastered. Yeah, exactly. And then of course, like things were added for, um, like Yuga's theme and, and music for Hilda, um, and like Loru Castle. The, interestingly, the person who's credited with, there was only one composer on this game. It's Ryo Nagamatsu, and he also was the sole composer for Triforce Heroes, and also for the hmm. Link's Awakening for the Switch. So, hmm. did a bunch of things for Zelda, and also did some music for Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon 2 and 3. Not solely, but yes, has some um, additional, I guess, after this, but history with uh, Zelda games, so that's pretty cool. Um, and this one, we talked about how Skyward Sword used a orchestra, um, but the music of this game is sampled again. And there was a really interesting mm-hmm. comment that I read. I will put a link in our episode notes. There was like a little like a like article with a quote from another article <laughs> where he was talking about how like they didn't use a live orchestra because of the the sound quality for that comes out of like speakers for um the three DS. Orchestral music produces a lot of like low sound that doesn't sound very good coming out of like a 3DS speaker apparently. So they specifically like arranged it to make it sound good for a 3DS speaker, which included not using a bunch of uh, live instruments. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that Makes was sense. interesting because um, obviously they had that capability. But the soundtrack is very rich. Like if you listen to it on YouTube or like you listen to it with headphones, um, like not through the 3DS, it is a very nice soundtrack that has a lot of different. Um, yeah, like I don't know, depth in the sound, which is very nice. The the new arrangements definitely have they have things that are added or like things that were toned down. Like you can tell if you compare the music between the two games, like from Link to the Past and this, like you can tell that they're the same pieces, but like sometimes the music is like pretty different. So it's very interesting. Like one example is the um like the I really liked the dark forest and like the skull the dark temple or the dark castle or temple or whatever it's called and the skull woods temple music and they're like similar but certain aspects of the music are like the volume or like the type of instrument that it's intending to emulate is a little bit different so uh, i thought that was nice those were ones that i specifically liked and then uh one very important thing is that the low rule castle theme is the high rule castle theme backwards all these people on their backwards mm-hmm. music <laughs> yeah uh, which I definitely didn't notice while listening to it, but I will also share a video in the episode notes. I might edit the sound in, um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Let's see how I feel when I edit this. But um, um, I'll definitely put a link. I'll definitely put a link in there. I'll put a link in the description that has uh, a link to this where you can hear it very clearly. There's a specific uh, the way that the person made this video on YouTube really helps make it clear which part mm. is coming from the Hyrule Castle theme. So it's pretty cool. Oh, and then the, the other thing that I noticed someone talk about was like, there's also a sound effect or like the music is different when you're a painting. So the sound's kind of like muted when you warp into like a painting into the wall, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Not just the effect when you're going through, which has a whole different sound effect or whatever, but yeah. like um, in a trippy visual sequence, but um, yeah. the music kind of is like muted and it has this sort of uh, like effect that's applied on it, which is pretty cool. 
And then Link also has this like wiggling noise, which I already mentioned. <laughs> I enjoyed it when he's like walking as a painting or whatever. Um, those were the main things that I noticed and want to talk about this time. I don't know if there were like particular places that y'all liked or like, I don't know, something you're happy to hear again from Link to the Past. <laughs> the Dark World theme always gets stuck in my head, so I enjoyed hearing uh <laughs> new version of that one yeah <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. it's always a good one and i'm always a fan of hyrule castle theme too yeah mm-hmm. i think like mm-hmm. the um it's nice to hear like the same pieces again but like the amount of like instrument types and stuff in the sampling is very different and there's like a lot of richness mm-hmm. like and also things that are kind of funny like partway through the uh Kakarika village theme then the part of it, the instrumentation is like, um, it's something that sounds kind of like recorders, like this like woodwind <laughs> sound, which always sounds really charming to me and funny. So, you know, I don't know. It's kind of funny. And even if it's yeah, like this... the same melody or something, there's maybe like there's expanded parts or something in it. So it's it's been updated nicely. Yeah, it's something I enjoy, enjoy about the Zelda series in general is just hearing like old tracks get reused in new ways like mm-hmm. whether they're like just straight like reorchestrations or like a little bit of this song is in like this later song and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i mean i do like the soundtrack for breath of the wild not to talk about breath of the wild again but i think like that's the one thing that people also really complained about being missing from it was like mm-hmm. there's no dungeons and there's no music which is definitely mm-hmm. valid for the system i guess if you're like mm-hmm. a fan of those mm-hmm. yeah. in the series so yeah like, like Breath of the Wild definitely has some songs that are really good. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't have the the wide, as wide of a soundtrack, you know? A lot of the songs are more, like, ambient and atmospheric, which is they're good, they work. But, like, I mean, if you compare it to just how good some Zelda music is, it's just, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I feel like there was a missed opportunity, you know? I mean, nothing can be do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
it's a handheld console and like my hands don't stay in exactly the same position mm-hmm. at exactly the correct depth and with the screen at exactly mm-hmm. the right angle to like support the 3d perfectly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, for for this game at least definitely but i don't know other ones Do you have as an well. original original 3ds yeah yeah, it's yeah. less stable. Yeah, they or they improved less... it. Yeah, they improved it somewhat for the new 3DS. But... I think the newer. Yeah, I remember ones having. Oh, yeah, that's right. Huh? I remember having to hold it at like a specific, like, you know, yeah, viewing arms like yeah. <laughs> arms lengths yeah. away position from, from your eyes. Yeah, yeah I think the, <laughs> the new th- or 3DSs and like the bigger ones have like a wider range in which the 3D mm-hmm. can be viewed at. Like it has like a, a wider angle and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty it's a fascinating cool. thing. Like it's it still is. something that kind of blows my mind that it works. Like, wow. Oh yeah. There's nothing in this game that like is specifically like impacted where you have to like use the 3D functionality. I don't think any games no. have that. Um, any 3D yeah, games there's have hardly that. any. That I think there's a couple that like can make some of the like platforming easier. But yeah, if it works for you. But I don't think there's any that really require it. No, I think it and would some be of them cool. don't even like have much to it. Like there's some I'll play around with the slider and it's like, like it's barely there even when it's all the way yeah. up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think this I... one had a pretty good amount to it when I turned it on for the cutscenes a couple times, but it did. Like it definitely. It's definitely not necessary to the <laughs> gameplay in any way. No, um, probably maybe on purpose, but mm-hmm. um. Normally, like, there's other functions. Nintendo's just really, really wanted to make 3D games for a long time. Because <laughs> like, they had that Virtual Boy disaster yeah. back mm-hmm. in the 90s. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. reading about I think they also had a 3- 3D goggle thing for the Famicom or Super Famicom. Right, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they've tried to do games. 3D for a long time. I think they tried to do it on the um, the GameCube. Maybe. Did they? Yeah, because I think I've read about, like, they were going to have it involved in like Luigi's Mansion and stuff, but they wanted oh, to. Bring was it uh, a project that was scrapped, or did they actually release anything? I don't think they released anything, but like they originally like wanted to incorporate it. Mm, okay. okay. I feel like even especially I think, like back the cost then... of like the cost of like three D TVs and like, right what you would need to incorporate mm. what you would need to like package with the game was too much. So the market, um, but they've wanted to for a long TVs time. Was... So low also. I mean, mm-hmm. like, nope. Yeah. They were I was gonna say that was that and this console and stuff was all around the time in which people were like, Whoa, three D TVs are gonna be the thing and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no probably nobody has them. I don't know. Probably some people. Yeah, Nintendo have. really made the only like practical three D entertainment. System. That's because it's completely encapsulated. <laughs> like the mm-hmm. whole because like you can't just be like, Oh, and then you have to buy glasses and then you have to have three D movies, then you have to have this and then it's like mm-hmm. that is way too much commitment for me to casually yeah. Like, if I get on a, you know, like, a ride at an amusement park that has 3D glasses, and it's like, okay, we get the glasses, but, like, they're maintaining all the equipment. If you have to have all that set up in your own house, it's like, okay, the consumer adoption is going to be low. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. then, like, the you content just dump them it, in a bin at the end. <laughs> even, like, 4K hasn't really been adopted that much, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. like, have you bought a 4K movie? No, you just stream all your shit on Netflix, right? Like, I don't <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, it's very. I mean, I bought them, but only because they, I was forced to, because it was like the only, <laughs> the only release was 4K. like 4K DVD. Like, I don't like, care. Okay, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Nintendo, I think 3DS, definitely the 3D capability was like successful in that it people used it and you can use it really easily and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a, I don't think it's a main selling feature of this game or any game, but it was mm-hmm. cool. 
I think the augmented reality thing was the cooler thing that they did, which isn't impacted by this game, but um, Mm -hmm. this doesn't Mm -hmm. isn't used in this game. But that was cool. Yeah, I mean, they eventually released a non 3D version of their 3D console. Yeah, so because people were like, "Oh, my head hurts when I play this for more than two hours at a time," and it's like, "Okay, so don't like or don't turn the slider on on it. Turn the slider. Turn the slider off." And they're like, "I don't want my children using 3D," and it's like, "Okay, so turn it off." then like Mm -hmm. i i i don't know i I, all the things like that are always so crazy but i mean if they were able to sell consoles and it's like well fine manufacture Mm -hmm. them i guess like good for you as a business but i mean it wasn't a bad uh like thing to have out there because it was cheaper and yeah like sturdier if you're gonna have young kids playing it and stuff yeah it was basically a doorstop which is also Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean whatever (laughs) but (laughs) i think i bought one for a like one of those like uh Christmas tree tag things where you like pull a name off a tree one year. Oh, and somebody so. wanted a true DS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't so know. I was, like, that's re- I was like, that's actually a reasonable <laughs> price. You're like, I will buy you a 2DS because mm-hmm. I want you to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. Every time there was like a children's toy drive or whatever, I'd be like, I'm buying the Legos and like the board games or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, not super incorporated in this game, but it was a thing the 3DS had. And then the other thing, actually, speaking of tech technology that the 3DS had that wasn't used, they didn't use the stylus in this game and oh, yeah. didn't use the microphone, which the 3DS also has, and didn't use the gyroscope. So um, yeah. I guess because it's a remake of Link to the Past, like they didn't really do that. And then they had their like the painting mechanics, so maybe you don't really need others. Because I think mm-hmm. the stylus and stuff were kind of like, and the microphone were like the main mechanics in some of the main mechanics in Phantom Hourglass and... Spirit mm-hmm, tracks, tracks, so yeah. mm-hmm. and driving yeah. the train, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to incorporate gyroscope aiming in a two D game. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. although one of the games that I had for three DS was uh, Spirit Camera, which used like all those things because you like mm-hmm. <laughs> it uses augmented reality because ghosts like show up in your house or whatever, and then it's kind of like Pokemon Go, where it's like augmented reality, and you like point the the cameras around, and like you 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 can like rotate all the way around in your seat, and like you know, see the C in three sixty and stuff, so and it that's part of the game, but so other games did use those gimmicks, this game just doesn't, mm-hmm. which is fine. I don't think it would be better for using this <laughs> those things. <No>. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um anyway, sorry, what was I saying? Visuals. Uh so yeah, it's similar to Link to the Past in terms of like the style, but it's also obviously higher definition because it was a three DS. I don't know what exactly what the definition of three DS was, but um, the visuals are nice. One thing that I learned that was interesting, which seems obvious in retrospect, but I actually saw like a uh, image on Zelda or no, yeah, the Zelda Phantom Wiki, which I will also link, is that the um, the sprites, like all the images and stuff on the screen, are actually slanted, mm-hmm. not flat. I've seen that image, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. when you see them, because like the 3ds is the visuals are 3D, right? So when you see them <laughs> rotated um like sideways they're all kind of like leaning back and that's what Mm -hmm. gives them that sort of like characteristic 3d not 3d look and feel um so that was something they experimented with in this game and then obviously like this one i think was the first one of those type i mean like i guess i guess the 2ds one like it's not sorry 2ds (laughs) the um (laughs) the ds games they were kind of they were approached in a different way but like i'm thinking like this game and triforce heroes and um the new link's awakening for switch 
that employ this style. I think this one was kind of the first one. So I think it was kind of experimental mm. at the time to be like, they got to mm. be leaning back a little bit, these sprites. They can't be completely flat. Mm. Um, so that's pretty yeah, funny. There's like a, yeah, there's like an interview like going along with that where like one of the creators was like, if it was just like straight top down, all you'd see is like is a green hat. His <laughs> hat. Yeah, his little head. <laughs> For sure. Um, and like even the, the like to the, like the SNES game or whatever isn't completely... It's not completely flat and it's not completely top down, right? It's like also kind of a mix, at least in the way they represent. Like mm-hmm. it's not like top down like Pong. Like it's it's like and it's not like flat like Mario Super Mario sixty four or not sixty four. Wow, like uh, Super Mario Brothers, right? Where it's like flat mm-hmm. side scroller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like something in be- in between, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like fixed perspective. So, uh, but yeah, it's funny when you see the visuals. I'll, I will share a link. Uh, yeah, and then there's the painting. The painting aesthetic itself is different, obviously, because it didn't exist in A Link to the Past, and so you have this kind of, like, flat um, design. If you have access to, I think it's Hyrule Historia, one of those, like, those official Nintendo books uh, about Zelda, there's some concept art for, like, what Link should look like as a painting, like, what the painting aesthetic should be, and it's very charming. They're like, ooh, should we do, like, like, modern? Should we do, like, uh... Impressionist or whatever, like so they they had to decide what like the aesthetic of those paintings would be, which is this kind of similar to Toon Link style, but not exactly um like flat kind of style, almost like graffiti. I think it looks like graffiti. Yeah, it's similar to the um like the uh like the tapestry at the beginning of Wind Waker mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. shit tells the story of Ocarina of Time and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, but it's charming. Anyway, mm-hmm. those, yeah, those really are my like visual things style. I want to point out. Mm-hmm. The painting style especially is cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the 3D models are kind of ugly, but the painting style is really <laughs> cute. <laughs> I did see a comment because I saw, I was like looking for some information about the music and I saw the Reddit thread that was like, let's talk about the music for uh Link to the, or yeah, Link Between Worlds. And people were like, it's great. I love it. And one of the comments was like, except it's the fucking ugliest game I've ever seen or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, don't disagree like i don't mm-hmm. think that they're i think like they it's not like i wouldn't say it as extreme as that person like i think some of the other approaches that were nintendo did in this style are like cuter mm-hmm. like i think um triforce heroes in particular is like really cute from what i remember mm-hmm. um and this is yeah. kind of in it, i mean it's fine they're not like bad graphics i just don't find the, the characters super appealing compared to mm-hmm. other that's fair other zelda it's games not as cute as like toon link yeah. But it could have been mm-hmm. like yeah, Toon Link great. if you're going to kind of go that style and then not as like, uh, I don't know how to describe this aesthetic, but I guess more like serious kind of less like cartoony or whatever, like in the original, like in Link to the Past. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're not super compelling, but I think the painting aesthetic yeah. is cute. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like the the painting little visual and stuff his little animation and stuff is really cute and fun yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and the Maya and Maya are cute <laughs> yes, everything about them is cute mm-hmm. <laughs> someone did a really good job <laughs> with all the little Maya Maya noises I do like that they squeak with the like do 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 I was like oh you know what the people want which is like extra yeah. confirmation <laughs> 
and they used all the right yeah. all the all the standard sounds this time which sometimes they mm-hmm. don't and then i get mad when like the yeah. key noise is different and i'm like how dare you or whatever yeah <laughs> nintendo's really good at auditory feedback like all their sounds yeah. are really mm-hmm. satisfying in like every game yeah mm-hmm I think especially the Zelda games have a very strong, like, history of, like, sound effects being integrated Mm -hmm. into the soundtrack well and, like, um, really clearly communicating meaning well and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And accompanying your actions well as a player. So it's nice. I thought this game was cute. Mm-hmm. I, I had fun. And I think the dungeons were the right length this time because I remember getting kind of tired of playing Link to the Past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think I think they were a good length, and I think there was enough to do in between them. Where Link to the Past, I feel like there just really wasn't enough between going mm-hmm. from one to the other. I yeah. don't think exploring, there was enough there. Like, I also was kind I mean, of I mean, got lost or couldn't get from point A to point B, I remember, mm-hmm. in Link to the Past. And mm-hmm. here it's like, I think they there are still some obstacles, or like you have to go to the... You have to go to low rule and then back or something to get to specific mm-hmm. areas. So, like, I think there's still some challenge, but I think a lot of the just like mm-hmm. stupid, like I can't cut this bush down or whatever, like things <laughs> from Link to the Past, yeah. and also in, uh, you know, like Link's Awakening and games like that, like was mm-hmm. not present in this game, which was nice. It wasn't mm-hmm. so restrictive, or like you had to find the one little path to get to the next area or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still retain the same like vibe, and I would go to a place and be like, "Oh, good! Like the witch's hut's still here. Like, oh, like this yeah, thing's still here. Mm-hmm. Like that was nice. I liked that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think the link to the past was so early in there in the series, like they were still figuring out how to like appropriately <laughs> signpost how to play the game and stuff. So. It was like the third game. That's like the first yeah. <laughs> episode that we had. I think it's the third game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was yeah, for SNES. So. Yeah, there's Zelda, Zelda 2, and then... The, and then Link to the, the past. past. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, video games, home video game consoles were fresh back then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it still the early Wild West days where you could do whatever the hell you wanted. The game came out in, like, 93 or something. So, mm-hmm. I forget exactly. But I think this was a really fun... Like it was nostalgic. It retained that all the mm-hmm. kind of nostalgia value, but but still made it fun mm-hmm. and like approachable yeah. for people yeah. like me who don't want to fuck around getting stuck mm-hmm. behind, you know, trying to get from one place to another or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and for people who want to do things like in their own order and kind of like figure things out on their own and like test stuff by having like the items and not just be given at each item, be like, oh, I guess this is the item for this dungeon or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. I think encourage people to play the game their own way which is also nice which not all zelda games do that i think most of them don't yeah i think one thing i do miss from i guess kind of back in mechanics one thing i do miss from like things being in a, or- a certain order is that like you can kind of build on like multiple items mm. that you're that the player will have for puzzles which i don't think zelda did all that often but like like if you're if you can go in whatever order you want and have whatever items on you, except for the one required item, it means like all your puzzles have to be based on that one required item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't have like other stuff in yeah. there unless you provide it. Like they've got those little bomb enemies that they can yeah, yeah. do to have yeah, like bombable yeah, yeah. wom- bombable bombs bombable walls bombable <laughs> <Awful> bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I do think that even still, there were some very interesting um, puzzles like uh, to get. 
one of the items where you had to like hit a switch and it caused an elevator to go up, but also the wall on the other side of the elevator to flip. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that was in the dark, the dark. Yeah. Palace. There's still yeah. lots of, like, I never mm-hmm. felt like they're like bored from this or anything. It's just they an aspect yeah. of the games that I do like when they do is like to, mm-hmm. and, to build up and, reuse, and, like and, multiple items in one puzzle and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there's a few places in the overworld or like, um, stuff like that where you would mm-hmm. need multiple items, but definitely not to the same extent that you, typically expect from a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they had those little, like, yeah. caves with the treasure hunter guys. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually require it would be like, a couple of items. How am I going to get but... across here? I don't have a hook shot. Mm-hmm. And you're like, good thing I mm-hmm. do. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's nice. It's like, oh, even if my stam- stamina thing is low, then I can also use the bomb in this room, or I can, like, do something else probably, like, like the bomb enemy in this room, or I can, like, mm-hmm. maybe try shooting the thing instead of using a bomb or maybe i can do you know like there was there was options yeah. so you could try different <laughs> strategies which was nice as a player instead of being like obviously i must bomb this because i just got the bombs you know so yeah 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 i think there was just a trade-off in the puzzle mm-hmm. style when you do it that way instead of like the way that you're describing kayla where it's like you're building mm-hmm. up so it's like okay they definitely have these two weapons so like now we can combine them or whatever you know yeah yeah now it's like you could do it this way, you could do it that way. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the good. right amount of content and the right length, and the story was good. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. there was the right amount of like drama in the story too, where there's like or the right amount of kind of like tension where there's like a a person that's set up to be as the bad guy, but then there's like a twist, a little twist, yeah. and everything too. So there was also that mm-hmm. kind of had everything good from a Zelda game in a very small package, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I think I think they stuck with the theme pretty well too, with mm-hmm. like the similar but opposites. Because um, mm-hmm. like you have uh, Hilda, who is similar to Zelda in a lot of ways, who wants you know like she's still good, but like trying to find what's best, and you know, um, is sort of a, a, a like has a lot of the same personality traits that you would expect from Zelda, but like you know she had hadn't thought it through as well. Um, She's a bit more willing to put the other Hyrule more at risk for their own, for her own sake. I think um, Ravio, as the hero of courage, there. I think it's it's like definitely courageous to go against the people that you care about and like mm-hmm. oppose them because you like being being um, true to your values. I think is definitely a form of courage that's different than like what you may see from like Link being more just brave and slamming yeah. your face um, against the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then I thought Yuga, as opposed to like Ganon, kind of—I don't know—I I feel like that was a bit harder for me to sort of see the 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 difference. But like Yuga's kind of a lame um, villain, but then when it's revealed that Yuga was working for Hilda, then it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you're just like a minion. But then, like mm-hmm. once Yuga's also given the power of like Ganon or whatever, then they become more threatening so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i think he's sort of like a like if we're talking about like the essential aspects of the characters that they're paralleling he's sort of like a control freak control freak version of power because like he's talking mm-hmm. about like the like per- mm-hmm. perfection and beauty that he wanted to uh, like establish okay, and okay. stuff yeah that mm-hmm. that's cool like he's like i want mm-hmm. power so that i can make this world exactly how i want it to be like yeah mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as opposed yeah, to Ganon go. kind of being like, I want everyone to like serve me or whatever, which is usually yeah, what yeah. he wants. Yeah. Um, 
I really enjoyed it. Um, I think. You think? Where did you <laughs> rank this game? Can we talk about oh. ranking? Did you think about it? Well, first, before before oh, we do that, else. I just want to gush. Well, I mean, I, I think gush. talking about visuals, and we talked about this before, mm. but um, the Tower of Hera and the Ice Ruins especially, mm. I found that, like, the the verticalness and, like, the detail as you see the, the map below. Mm. And, like, I just found both of those maps to be very cool, mm-hmm. uh, especially. That was fun. And visually pleasing. Um I assume that's also because, like, 3DS has more, like, rendering power, too. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. We, one of the other... I think it was specifically linked to the past where it's just, like, you can kind of see the dungeon floor texture, mm-hmm. like, below mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, that was, but... like, an, an aspect I thought was pretty cool and ambitious in Link to the Past, but, like, mm-hmm. it definitely feel like mm-hmm. reaches its full potential in this version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, where you see exactly below um, what's down there and where you're going to land. And so, yeah, I, I, I thought that that was um, very cool. Mm-hmm. I think also, I mean, the, the springs that you use to jump. Um, oh, yeah. You like hit with a hammer. Um, I'm pretty sure they've been used before, but mm-hmm. I feel like just it really worked well in this with, with how 3D you can be. You're supposed like... to be moles, apparently. <laughs> oh, mm. really? They just look like buttons yeah. with faces to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think uh, like with some some parts of the map where it is fully three D, so you're not li- like you're in the same room. You're not transitioning um, as you go up and down. It's just one giant tall room. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the other games, um, like they wouldn't have that depth. It would all well. I guess you kind of do with like climbing Death Mountain, where yeah, it's all like kind of vertical that way, but. Definitely, you, you see it a lot more in this game, and it's implemented very well. And, you know, I mean, the, the console has the capabilities to do it, mm-hmm. um, which definitely helps to them being able to <laughs> implement it. I don't know. Yes. But yeah. 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 Yeah, having processing power has definitely made video game graphics and sound substantially better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So your rank, your thoughts? Or should I go first? Um, <laughs> let, me, let me pull up the... Tell me! Uh, I think that it is better than Minish Cap. As oh much my as I god, hate to, he actually rated something better than to... Minish Cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was excellent, I think, all around. Um, I just, I don't think it has what it takes to compete with Wind Waker and Ocarina of Time and all of them. No. Um, just, I mean, the limitations of a 2D game, I think, more mm-hmm. or less. Um, but it's a it, phenomenal game. That puts me with Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, when, uh, Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker. Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds and Minish Cap, Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. I put mine between uh, Under Link's Awakening and above Phantom Hourglass. Mm-hmm. I kind of debated between putting it above or below Link's Awakening. I do. Th- I feel like this is a better overall game, but I'm a little bit more charmed by Link's Awakening still. Mm-hmm. That's the, fair. The stories and characters and st- style and everything of it. I completely agree with you. At first, I was like, I think this might be better than Link's Awakening. And then I was like, no, nothing is better than catfishing. So, <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> I just don't, I still, I, I have um, Phantom Hourglass above Link's Awakening. But I think Link's Awakening, I also was more charmed by Link's Awakening, like by the quirkiness of the story and the dialogue mm-hmm. and stuff. And mm-hmm. I still feel very strong. I still, that that, that game is enjoyable and like quirky and funny and mm-hmm. this game had that to a certain extent but not as much and i value that and so therefore i have ranked yeah. it lower but they're both really fun 
And I think this <laughs> game was like I this was like the first game in a a while where I didn't like struggle very much and I like enjoyed it. I actively enjoyed playing it and I was like confident that I was like, oh like this probably won't take very long. I can like do this thing. I'll I'll be I'll be like it will be it won't be hard for me to do this. And so I enjoyed mm -hmm. that aspect about it specifically with my skill yeah. level. <laughs> so. mm -hmm. And I haven't, I haven't felt like that in a long time. I'm trying to, I mean, I think Phantom Hourglass was fine. I didn't really worry about those games like Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks. Skyward mm. Sword just had a lot to get through. Um, yep. Twilight Princess also had a lot to get through, but I felt more confident. And then things like Minish Cap or whatever, and like the Oracles games were like a lot harder. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was kind of the right level of difficulty for me. And then I think that if you wanted to make it harder, then you could do the hero yeah. chant mode or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when the game restarted at the end and it was like, now you can play hero mode. I was like, I won't. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, thank you for the offer. But that's, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed this game the way that it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think like there's something about like the kind of the flexibility in solving the puzzles that like makes it you can make it as challenging as you want by like trying different stuff. You know what I mean? Like so anyway, that was my thoughts. So I had I mean it's like Wind yeah. Waker Twilight Princess, mm -hmm. still Wind Waker's at the top. Wind Waker Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Phantom Hourglass, Link's Awakening, then Link Between Worlds. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's like very low on my list, but I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah, there's just so many good games that like <laughs> there's only so many, you know, top slots at this point. I um, always start by being like, "Is it better than Ocarina of Time?" And then, like, yeah, <laughs> no, never, almost yeah. never. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a good, uh, good place to start. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I didn't read mine out loud, so mine is Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time, Skyward Sword, Link's Awakening, then Link Between Worlds. Yeah, I still mm -hmm. haven't changed my opinion about Skyward Sword. I haven't. I think I still think that it was. I still rank it higher than Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. I don't necessarily know if it's like a better, you know, genre-defining game, but it was mm -hmm. like interesting and fun, and I enjoyed the style, the visual style, and the music is like out of this world. So, mm -hmm. Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Ocarina mm -hmm. of Time is just such right. a standard for mm -hmm. so many things about video games today, like not just Legend of Zelda, but yeah, it's a landmark game in like every way. So. Yeah. That's why I always kind of started as my measuring stick of like, mm -hmm. was this game better mm -hmm. than Ocarina of Time? And yeah, like most of them really weren't. And I think I still stand by Majora's Mask mm -hmm. being, I rank it higher because it's like kind of, it's interesting. And I get that people didn't like it because it was hard and like whatever, but it has mm -hmm. like such interesting mechanics also. Like I think they really mm -hmm. evolved the game mechanics substantially, even keeping like the same, like a lot of the same assets and concepts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm like assets like literally graphical assets and then like concepts like the the ocarina and traveling to different places and kind of like the structure where you have to go to these different areas to like help people do whatever and like whatever mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff but then the whole like three-day thing is like it definitely changes how you play the game which is cool mm -hmm. and then twilight princess is twilight princess <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like ocarina of time is like a landmark game mm -hmm. but majora's mask yeah. it's like <clears throat> just such its own thing like not there's it's no other there. game i play that like makes me feel the way playing majora's mask does like there's so many questions <laughs> that i didn't want to ask <laughs> most of them are what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> the butler son the butler the deep butler really <laughs> yeah
But then, like, Wind Waker's so fun and charming and, like, very, also mm-hmm. very Zelda, and it builds on the story of Ocarina of Time, and it's, like, I just mm-hmm. really, and I love the music, and I just love, like, so many things about it that it's, it just has such high value mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. as a game. So, yeah. and Wind Waker's just, like, the perfect aesthetic package to me. It's, like, the music and the visuals and the world, it just all works so well together, and it's like as soon as I as soon as I boot up Wind Waker and hear that like title music, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> the music. And see is the great. you know see the King of Red Lions floating on the <laughs> the wind as it like pans around outside island. It's just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just good. Yeah. It's a really good game, and it only to me surpassed Breath of the Wild, which is what we're playing next. Yay! I'm mm-hmm. super, so excited. I'm gonna start it tonight. It's already almost ten o'clock. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna <laughs> boot it up because I don't care. Because it's such a great game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah anyway so oh sorry Cosmo, mm-hmm. did you want to say something else well spoiler i'm not enjoying mm-hmm. it as much right now but i think it's just the pre- mm-hmm. no, 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 it's, i think it's the pressure like i want because like i'm finding myself distracted like oh i want to collect all the shrines and i want to do all this i don't have time for all of that and so i'm like D- i know so i don't have time to do that like mm-hmm. i yes. think if like this just the, the way we're approaching it is yeah. not the way to approach <laughs> but you've played you already beat it once it, haven't it you? is all about exploring and like taking your time mm-hmm. and we're rushed so like like i i'm no 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 oh no no i it's it's yeah it's a fantastic game i love that game but like i yeah, I this would not that... be the ideal circumstances to play it for the first time but i think it's fine for a for a quick yeah, replay yeah 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 um but even like because i have all the dlc so like the, the way is that they give mm-hmm. you hints on where to find it and then you have to um mm-hmm. like uncover so i'm like i want to do that i want to do this mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't have time but yeah but if i don't do this i'm not gonna what and so i don't know just it's it's a moral dilemma okay you can play it again after two seconds i know i know um but i'm just saying that like this like, and i will this playthrough <laughs> is just sadly uh slightly soured i guess by just the circumstances mm-hmm. um yeah. but I mean, I mean i still enjoy it i'm still excited to play I mean... it and like i just I've... still out the time until we record who cares no yeah i know <laughs> i know like <laughs> but... like i um it's still going to be my number one game on the list. Um, Unless, until well, we until, play Choose the Kingdom. Yeah. But, <laughs> Who knows? Um, Who knows? Or maybe we'll just hate it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, like, I remember the game well enough that, like... I, it, it... I'm really excited to see all the memories again and stuff, mm-hmm. now that I, like, know more about the series. Like, I really liked the story in Breath of the Wild, and mm-hmm. I'm just excited to experience that again like even if you can just go do the divine beast or whatever if i have enough time i'll definitely still go find all the memories mm-hmm. yeah that was one of the like first things i, really I finished part the first of the game. time i played it it's funny this time though i found like all except for the one on the castle mm-hmm. yeah. oh i like <laughs> snuck in to get that one like right. i wanted to get them all i was like that it. looks like it's in a mm-hmm. scary place i don't trust myself <laughs> i'll get it later but i was like i want to sneak in and get it um Mm. yeah this time i'm playing it and i've got like three of the memories and two mm-hmm. of them are like the very last one so it's really funny <laughs> it's like i'm glad i already know what happens <laughs> yeah you, you can get them out of order you can mm-hmm. get them in any order so like you're also kind of like putting the story together like mm-hmm. out of order which mm. also has a very interesting effect yeah. like as a player I yeah know. i think it really puts you in link's shoes of like not knowing mm-hmm. what happened and like slowly uncovering it but yeah i mean like i feel like amnesia is kind of like a it could be a device that could mm-hmm. go so wrong, but I feel like the way that this it works in Breath of the Wild is so great. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, 
you've woken up and you don't remember jack shit Mm -hmm. and then it's like as the player you explore this world that's empty you Mm -hmm. find everything like it works so so well to support the vibe in the story i think in general it works it works better in video games than a lot of other mediums because like as a rule you're playing a character Mm -hmm. like usually you're playing a character that knows more than you and so like you get all these little awkward like (laughs) as you know this is what we're this is the job you do and blah 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 i'm just a kid yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but this is like, you don't know, we left you this device mm-hmm. that's kind of supposed to help you, and there's like a couple people yeah. who know you, but most mm-hmm. people who know you are gone, so mm-hmm. a lot of them are explicitly dead, which also <laughs> adds this whole vibe to this game. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, most of them still talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they still save your life and all, so mm-hmm. can't wait for yeah, you to gotta, save me from I was going to say, always got to get Mifa's grace first, so... <laughs> Yeah, I can't decide. I don't remember which one I got first, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go for Rivali scale. Oh first god, I was time. like Rafio. Wait, no, that's the wrong name. No, Rival- yeah. I actually saw in one of the walkthroughs there was a typo that said, "Oh, go talk to Rivali and buy this thing." And I was like, "Well, I'd like to, but he's not yeah. here." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I like excited. to. I don't know. I feel like I'm cheating if I get Rivali's scale first because it's kind of it's breaks the exploration of the game. The game. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but you I'm like, I feel climb. like I have to. I feel like I have to struggle through some climbing before I can earn Rivali's Gale. <laughs> yeah, I definitely used to do that. I did that a lot, and then once I got Rivali's Gale, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I can actually jump up things that <laughs> yeah. are high. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've get, I finished uh, Varuta, and I don't know what I'm gonna do Ooh. next. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> exciting. Wow. But yeah, it's so easy to be like, all right, I'm gonna go over here, and then like you start off in that direction, then you're like, oh, what's this? Ooh, a shrine. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> it's intentional though, right? Like, mm-hmm. This is the whole vibe mm-hmm. of this game. I yeah, think I mean, that's you... why all the shrines glow that you can, you can see them from yes. miles away. <laughs> and you can get the shrine dar mm-hmm. that'll, like, beep at you and whatever. Yeah, yeah the oh. shrine dar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. What do you call it? <laughs> Shika sensor? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Shrine dar. <laughs> I think that they heard, I think that they heard all the, Nintendo heard all the complaints of people in Skyward Sword being like, I don't like how it's linear. And they're like, you know what? Hang on. Hold on tight. <laughs> they're like, I'll show you linear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screw you guys. You're going to be distracted by literally everything in this environment. <laughs> Enjoy. It'll take you two years to finish a game that probably I, that can be finished in 25 minutes, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I caught a horse and named it Rin. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you who listened to our favorite podcast <laughs> just a long time ago. <laughs> Speaking of other old podcasts, um, did you all the first uh, Yomi no Sugai is out? Horomara Karwa's new manga, the oh, translation yeah, yeah. is out as of. I mean, this is now going to be like several months ago. Probably the second one will mm-hmm. almost be out by the time this episode comes out. But mm-hmm. if you listen to Equivalent Exchange or whatever Full Metal Alchemist podcast, uh, there's a new Horomara Karwa manga that started being released in English finally. It's been out for like well, half a year or something. And- publishing in japan so that's exciting i, I forgot read that it was yet. almost out i'll need to go and yeah. grab that it's out now it's out yeah. today <laughs> oh wow oh, really? it's out like it was out, like, like two days two weeks ago yeah or oh, a week okay. ago or okay well i thought i well, by it's out today i thought it is, you meant like is, today mm-hmm. was no the no, first no. it was it was okay. it's been out for yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. so yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah, I said, like, I forgot it was coming out, almost out. I mean, like, I had forgotten that I knew that it was almost out a couple <laughs> weeks ago. And... <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah I, I think. Just stop uh, by the bookstore. Yeah, I was planning to download the ebook first. Hopefully they have it. Not like that time I stopped there, like, 
every day for weeks trying to get the next uh, full metal edition <laughs> that was supposed to be out. Well, those were important too mm. because they're like so shiny. And it's like, I don't want to mm-hmm. have one missing from my set. Don't make me do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So on that <laughs> note, <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Our episode about Breath of the Wild comes out July 1st. So please listen to that. I'm sure everyone will be excited. Um, I hope you all are enjoying yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. And make sure you touch the Triforce with a wish in your heart. That was what I said last time <laughs> that we talked about when we talked about Link to the Past. <laughs> there wasn't any good goodbye dialogue in this episode, so or in this game. So anyway, yeah, do that. <laughs> and play Tears of the Kingdom and we'll see you for Breath of the Wild on July first. are freed and brought together. They use their power to summon the Triforce of... I wrote power. (laughs) It's not the Triforce of power. That's incorrect. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) The castle is now surrounded by powerful magic bears. Magic bears. Struggling today. That's all I heard. (laughs) Yeah, magic bears. (laughs) (laughs) Covered in bears. bears. (laughs) That'd be worse than a very bear thing. (laughs) I mean, cocaine bears. The whatever... So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of cocaine, he's high on magic. Yeah, of course. Mm.